Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. I wonder if Eric's listening. No. He didn't listen when he was here. That's true. Like, like he is so happy right free. now to be free of this. I don't think we have much to disagree on. I, I hate to let the guy down. We're not going to fight yeah. about that. No, no. Yes, no, it no. is. Mike, no, yes, Mike, it is. it's bigger no, it's than you think. Like, One thing. Fight for me, monkeys. Fight. Tony Canigliaro, Bo Jackson, you know, all those guys. Both of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> all of those guys. People sniff the court. They do. What I'm saying is that experts say it means nothing. You know. Like, what? Like, did a... It smells like wine to me. I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> it, 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 is it posted? I'm not yet? sure yet, but you did send it to me. So Why are you're you sending out? it to him. What is what? Why am I not in the loop anymore? Hmm? <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, because you just sounded like my son. What's that? Now? This is Patriots Unfiltered, fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. I had to think about that for a second. It's Wednesday here at Gillette Stadium, and the reason why we're having a show today is because they had practice yesterday, which we had a in little retro- bit of access. Yeah. Right? In retrospect, maybe we should have kept yeah, the show. Yeah, we probably should have just kept it. it was my, yeah. my bad for thinking. I, you know, yeah. We thought there was I, I won't do that again. Instead, they did calisthenics. Do we still say calisthenics? Uh, they did running for I, about... I don't know, what? Jack Wallane. Wait, wait, wait. What? I've never heard that word. Calisthenics? Yeah, what's that? It's like where you... Like touch your toes. Calisthenics are like jump, I was jumping thinking. jacks, squat thrusts. <laughs> no. Warm up. It was more like suicides. It was. I mean, it's just walk, sp- sprint, walk, walk back on the field, a not lot, on the a hill. A lot of yeah. running, sprints, a lot of conditioning. Suicides. Which, uh, which Andy Hart informed us is now the way of the future. I guess that's something you know you do your conditioning before practice. So maybe that's something we have to look forward to this summer. That they're going to run gassers before practice. That was something that that Andy observed. So. I don't know. Yeah, they did it all before practice. That's uneventful. Weird. And then they only practiced for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. As opposed to two like last week. Yep. Um, and no sort of full teamwork. No offense against defense. The offense was with the offense. The defense was with the defense. Okay. So it was a little different setup than last More week. More kind of installing things. That's maybe? what I, I yeah. sort of gathered. Or maybe just refreshing after a long weekend. Get Knock the cobwebs off with the conditioning a little bit reviewing maybe what they had done the, the previous week. It didn't seem like a whole lot of new stuff. Going now, Fred, on. I know um, there are times when even when the media is not allowed access, we have like a camera or something. Yes. Did they have anything on Monday? Did we have a camera out there? Did the Patriots have practice? I mean, did they on practice Memorial on Day? Monday? I was just wondering. Uh, I, You know, I'm not sure. I don't. We weren't there. No. Know that. Okay, yeah. so we had nobody there. We had nobody there. If, probably if chances are that they didn't practice then. Yeah. I was just wondering – yeah, you know how yeah. that worked. How'd you guys do yesterday? You got some drinking in? Good. We're going to run sprints now for the first 20 minutes <laughs> of practice. Could be. <laughs> I Could mean, be. it seemed kind of like what it was, but Wouldn't otherwise, first I mean, time. some people, <laughs> some some faces back, though, that might be, I don't know if it's interesting, but that's at least something to take away you, from is it. Is this where you is need me to look it up? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Reconsult. Um, yeah, still my, no Isaiah Wynn or, or Harry, um, but, but we did see uh, Lawrence Guy was back. Um, Adrian Phillips. Adrian Phillips was back. He uh, said he spent time with his his you know, young kid. I think it was born in the fall. So got a little um, Ronnie Perkins. Uh, Ronnie Perkins action was uh, he was there was was active. He was there. He was involved on defense a little bit on at, on the outside like he was last summer um, when we got a chance to see him. But um, still like no Matthew Judon and uh, you mentioned Isaiah Wynn right and yeah, Trent Harry. Brown now joins him. So there were no tackles. <laughs> 
um, at, at the practice in Godcha. There's another one, right? Yeah, he that, was out. Well, they, they are continuing to practice, right? Um, yeah. And, but next week will be the big week for us because it's mandatory minicamp. You have to be there. It's not a choice. Or you get fined. Or you get fined. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I have a topic that we, we don't need to lead off with, but I want to talk about Wynn a little bit and okay. wondering so next where, about his whereabouts. So next week we will have uh, shows on Tuesday and Thursday, and we'll do them training camp style. We'll be live video um, high above practice um, where we'll have our cameras on the field so you can see what's going on while we talk about it for a certain period of time until then you'll just look at us. Uh, but we'll be live throughout, throughout practice next week. So we'll see the whole thing. Uh, Tuesday and Thursday we'll have shows. Wednesday we won't have a show, but you guys will be out there. Yep. Um, and we can talk about everything you saw Wednesday on our Thursday show as well as what is actually happening. So big week yeah. next week. Big, big last hurrah before the break, before training camp. Yeah, there's one more access, I think, on the 13th yeah. after next week, which is more like this week. Yeah. Which you know, well, uh, the the practices are all the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. the mini camp practice is the same as no, I know. The OTAs. But we get to see the but, whole thing. Yeah, and well, yeah, we get three days in a row as right. opposed to one day. Yeah, yeah, that's so, the only difference. Yeah, and we're going to be shoot uh, doing it live like we do in training camp. Right, be great. Yeah, yeah, it it's it's better. I think it's better that way for us. Like it sort of. Kills two birds with one stone. Yeah, yeah. You get a chance to talk about it as you're doing it, as opposed to rehashing it. I think it. Yep. Yeah. You know, sometimes better for the fans. So timing. We'll announce timing. Yeah. They've been. It's like eleven thirty. Eleven thirty to one. Eleven thirty was the the starting time for both practices. It was eleven thirty to one thirty last week. It was eleven thirty to twelve thirty yesterday. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. You know, we'll give you two hours, but whether or not it's all during practice, we'll we'll have to wait and see and. We'll, f- we'll uh, announce the start time once we're sure of the practice time. Yeah. So Should I'm assuming they'll keep it the same, but you never know. <laughs> it seems like they're creatures of habit with the timing of it all. But, I mean, generally training camp practices seem to happen a little bit on the earlier end of it. But right. maybe that's summer, hot kind of thing, trying to get out a little early maybe. But yeah. a little more midday with these OTAs and minicamps. Yeah. Tamara, anything to add? No. No, I mean not from yesterday. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was a funny. It was a funny day yesterday. There wasn't a lot. Uh, I think I outdid myself getting a thousand words no. out of that blog observation. I mean, <laughs> it was good to see like the rookies speak. You know, Cole Strange and Taquan Thornton spoke yesterday. If you were wondering, the topic of his wrist came up multiple times. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What do you do I, uh, with your wrist?" <laughs> I came away liking Taquan Thornton. Yeah. I think. Yeah. He's got some personality there. I like. I yeah. Was, uh, yeah. I liked him. Talk like nice, a water. He had a yeah. nice, pleasant way about him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I really liked the question about do people ask to race you, and yeah. he's like, "No, not after that four two. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> "People, you, people <laughs> ask me to race all the time, but not since the four two. <laughs> um, and Bill Belichick spoke yesterday. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was joking around with Andy because Andy Hart because he did ask the question. He tried to dive into coaching titles. He's talking about run coordinators, yeah, and yeah. and Bill wasn't having it. So right after he asked it, I texted him. I said, "Nice try." <laughs> yeah. It was a good question. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was predictably shut but down. But yeah. where he kind of 
you know, gave Billy out. He used the word title. Well, no, he used another team, like other teams. And so Bill Uh, took that opening and said, well, you have to ask them. Now, the reason he did that now, I happen to be sitting right next to Andy when he asked the question. We were talking about it a little bit. The reason he he said that was because he had just gone on a long soliloquy about all the different coaches that he often talks with. Right. And how, you know, they, they, they discuss these things. So Andy said, so when you're discussing these things, has anybody ever said, well, yeah, you'd have to ask them. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, then why are you telling us all these conversations you had? Right. Um, but he used the word titles. That's where I think he got that. That was like, immediately it was like yeah. a buzzword. <laughs> nope. Titles. <laughs> nope. Out. Bang. Right. And I think Andy's only point was like, has Dante been the, the running game coordinator? Was was Scar the, the running game coordinator here all those years? I don't know. But that's, I think that's, you know, yeah. in other words, it's nothing new. Yeah. It's just you don't call it that. It's just like, and I've said this to you all the time, we don't have quality control coaches in title. We have guys who do what quality control coaches do. Yeah. And Josh McDaniels and Brian Dable were the quality control coaches when we when they started yep. in 2000. That's what they did. Other teams call it offensive quality control, defensive quality control. It's basically entry level. Like you're recording the plays, you're right. getting the – you know that kind of stuff. It's it's grunt work. You're making sure the you know train runs on time. Some, so, yeah, some teams have that entitled. The Patriots have never had that entitled. They're just coaching assistants. But they and have the coordinators, like you mentioned, Dante. Has that popped up from time to time, or has that been something that's been consistent? I don't remember seeing it be announced as such. No, he's never. He's like, always never been the offensive that. line coach. Well, I think he at the end he was the assistant head coach, right? Oh, Dante was. You know, in uh, the, in the offensive around. line coach. But yeah. I'm wondering if yeah. in reality he was what other teams would call the right. running game coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't get into that because we don't do titles. Right, right. Except and that's for, all come to a head except, with except the coordinator Except for head coach. Yeah. That's yeah. a title. And I think really until the coordinator thing, which, I mean, is the coordinator thing kind of happened right with like maddie p not getting named initially or oh it's, Bill happened it, like, it's happened a little bit when but i feel like now it's yeah it kind of dominates things and i think that you know in the past you always kind of said oh they got a small staff it doesn't really matter what the titles how it's getting divided up but now now you're getting into things where you're having guys in roles that are probably bigger than what they really appear to be on the surface of their title and they I, don't I have just, that experience and you know that's where it started yeah. I'm, I'm not diminishing you know the seriousness of it, you know, in the fact that it is an issue. But in 05, I think it was the year that there wasn't any coordinator in yeah. title. Did we – was it as big a deal with the media? Like, did they care as much then as they do now? No. Why do you think that? Because it's Mac. Because the guy who was doing it was here for f- several years, and he had been doing offense for several years. And now maybe, you're just and Tom Brady's new, got three not, Super Bowls yeah, too, right? Now you're just bringing in some random guy who's never coached offense, and he, maybe he's the guy doing it. Maybe yeah. it's somebody else. Maybe it's a guy who was trying to go to the Raiders. No one knows. Yeah, and if Mac- like everybody knew, like in '05, was the, and that was the year that Eric Mangini was the defensive coordinator, but he wasn't in. I think in so. Title, and Josh right? was, the, and Josh was offense coordinator, right. but he wasn't in title. Right. Everybody knew. I, I think if that if I have the the years right, I, right. You know, forgive me if I'm not in the right year. Yeah, yeah. But, but everybody knew who was doing what. Right. Yeah. So plus, I don't think it was a big deal. And I think the Mac component of it being in his second year, whereas Huge. if Mac had just come off his third Super Bowl, he'd be like, I don't know, who cares about Josh McDaniel? Like, I, I still, I, I got to be honest with you, I'd still be concerned about it, but not n- nearly as yeah. much because I would say, well, Mac is the offensive coordinator. Like yeah. we said at the time, Tom is the offensive coordinator. Yeah. 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 
So I just was wondering, but I mean, I'm not diminishing it. Like I said, it's it's it's. I thought Patricia right. was more involved with Mac yesterday than he was last week. Seemed more like By he was the, in the yeah. brain trust a little bit in the yeah. in the and thick. I, of and I think that might just be circumstantial because I think they did a lot of running game stuff yesterday, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it might have had more to do with the offensive line. Did I you, still did you think? I mean, like, did you guys think? Are you watching any other? Am I the only one that's felt more run game oriented? Well, or that, th- that Patricia, it seemed like it was bit, Judge yeah. and Bill. Yeah. Last week, yeah. it was Patricia and Bill, I thought, with Mac this bit. week. Sure. And Bill continues to be 100% offense. Yeah. He's with the offense all the time. Yeah. It was uh, it was good, though. We were close. I mean, Paul and Andy staked out a good spot. Like, I don't know why everyone didn't go to where the quarterbacks and the, the skill players are. I just set up shop on the initial one, which is usually where all the special teams and defense is going. I thought Mike was avoiding <laughs> He's me. like, was, where are you? I was very, very hurt. <laughs> I didn't know where you guys had gone because we were walking out, but um, – yeah, we were walking out right in front of Bill too, so I had to, I ducked into here to to take a quick bathroom break before we went out. Bill, Bill was like he was right behind right me on the, the whole time, Paul, but I knew he was Andy, there, so I had no. You know, that's the normally the time where Paul says something <laughs> stupid, right? It's kind of a long. It's a long period of time. I should have, but I knew he was behind me the whole time, so I was on my best behavior. Yeah, that's yeah. that's awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Who else? Did we heard from Jonathan Jones yesterday. I can Cole try Strange. taking an elevator ride in that situation. <laughs> oh my god! Like I did in 03. Yeah. It's, it's Cole Strange. He cracks me up. He, I, does. he just seems like such an aw shucks. Like I just can't believe I'm here yeah, doing it, right, playing for the Patriots so right now. Neither can anybody so else. He's so great. I, I think just a nice guy, but it's just so nice. When I did my one-on-one interview with him, he started off with "Yes, ma'am," and I'm like, "Ma'am." Wow, like yeah. this is something. Very, I mean, he definitely feels like an offensive I mean, lineman. He, just yeah. as he's like, probably older than you. <laughs> 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 but he, but he just has this like quiet, soft-spoken way about him. That's just you know, it's very like you just forget. Like I'm like, you're gonna go out there and deal oh, with like Vita Logan Bear. was the same way. Well, no. like when you talk to Logan, he was yeah. you know soft-spoken, very quiet. quiet. Very cool. Yeah. Then he gets out there. He's and got he's that like look, though. Like Logan, Logan guys in the has that look. He just yeah. looks yeah. like a mauler. He looked like he could kill you at yeah. any time. Cole but Strange but Fred's right. He was very yeah. understated. Yeah. Cole Strange, it's like the way he's described is, is very different than like you talking to him like after practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, he's, he's right in there, too. I mean, right in, left guard. That's yeah. where he's been the well, whole time. Uh, I think that's a good yeah. transition then to what you wanted to talk about with Wynn. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't know that this, you know, there's anything to this. Uh, and I like to stress that these are not only voluntary, which means, you know, it's not necessarily a big deal for anybody not being there. But we also don't know if they actually are here and we just don't see them. Right. That's why I never say that they skipped OTAs. I always say they weren't spotted on the field. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I didn't see them. I didn't see Isaiah win last week or this week. For all I know, he hasn't been there at all. Right. Nikhil Harry told us he wasn't coming. Right. So that's a little easier. Well, he t- tweets out pictures of him right. somewhere else. So. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> by, by doing that, he yeah. told us that he, he wasn't coming. I'm going to assume that Wynn is not here for the purpose of this conversation. Do you think there's any chance that he might not be part of the, the team in, in 22? You mean holding out? No, because I don't think there's any reason for him to hold out. He's making almost $11 million. I don't see where, what else. Well, he wants an extension. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so do I. No, I know. Oof. I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering. Yeah. Um, I, I just I'm wondering and I heard this a little bit. I heard some rumblings of guys talking yesterday on the radio about this. Um, and when I hear that, so I immediately think, think of the cartel. So you're thinking like somehow the team said, look, we're looking to move you. 
And he's like, okay, well, I'm not going to. I'm going to be disgruntled or something. Yeah, uh, or just maybe the team's like, don't show up, don't get hurt. Could be. You know? Could be that. Yeah. Um, it could be the other way of that. He hasn't been around, or maybe he's not physically ready to be around. Because I forget what the injury was that kept him off the field late last season, yeah. Mike. Do you remember? Yeah. Mm, was it a foot or a not toe off the or top something? Of my head. Um, for whatever reason, maybe he's not healthy enough to be on the field, and because of that, Bill is like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, it's time to it's, it's time to move on." They are a little tight. I heard um, Gresh was talking about this on on your station, Fred yeah. EEI, um, saying that you know they're you know. The cap uh, fantasy, you know, they're tied up against the cap, and they could use the space. And you know, he's making ten, and I think it's like ten point four or something like that. Um, and you'd save that on the the cap, which is always a flawed way of looking at it because you have to replace the guy, right? Um, but anyway, I, I don't think it's completely impossible for them to say we're going to trade this guy at some point in the coming weeks or or months, and go with say Trent Brown and and Justin Haran the fact that Haran stayed on the right side and my boy uh Felger made this point yesterday on my show um <laughs> thanks to <Tamara. laughs> that that was intended for a laugh um the fact that that Haran stayed on the right side might may or may not have relevance but he's sort of been a guy I think Reese talked about this on ESPN too he's yeah. sort of been a guy that's been the swing tackle yep and I think it's interesting with both Brown and Wynn not there. He stayed at the right side. So I wonder if they're planning on Trent Brown being the left tackle mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, I think it's certainly possible. I I think if I had to guess, though, now I would say he's just not coming right now. And, you know, it's if it was an injury, I would say that. But these are the little things that, you know, when you're thinking about your your prospects for the season. Of course. You know, you kind of pencil Last year, in your deal. You yeah, got to you, you got to have a good year. Left, you know, regardless of his well, injury yeah. situation, you pencil him in the left, you pencil right. him in Trent Brown on right. And now all of a sudden you start training camp in August and he's not there. Yeah. Well, and but, now it's and, like But oh, even think about you know, like Sony Michelle last year, right? right? You know, and, and you sort of looked at it and said, "Well, it's the last year of his deal. Probably not going to get extended. You have a young guy in Stevenson, maybe." I think that you know, I don't know who the young guy is that's ready to replace him, but if he's not going to be available for more than half the games, which has kind of been his M.O., yeah. then maybe Bill looks at it as like, well, what are we doing anyway? I mean... If you can't count on him. You, you can't rely on him, and, you know, his whole availability is, you know, right. the best ability. Yeah. yeah. I I think they'll move forward with him, but, I mean, I agree with everything you guys are saying in terms of win, needing <laughs> a great year. Has anybody uh, ever looked more out of place on the beach than Paul Feinbaum? <laughs> <laughs> Looks nice though. I'd love to be at that it beach right now. Looks yeah. beautiful. Um, I would love to be a fly on the wall for yes. Saban and Fisher oh, in the same room. There's <laughs> gonna be <laughs> ding. If if possible, there will be cameras there, right? I yeah. would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine because that everyone's like you see Nick oh, yeah. yesterday. That's like waiting for Belichick and Parcells to come to the middle of the field after that game. Yeah, Saban yesterday tried to come up with. I, I never said that he did anybody did anything wrong. Oh, like please. And then he also tried to talk about how much Alabama players are like making in the league right now. And I'm like, okay, but like, why are we talking about that? Like he's just. <laughs> well, I just can't wait to I don't see wanna, how this like, plays out. I, I'm going to defend Saban a little bit. He didn't say that. Fisher or A&M broke any rules. Mm. He just said that what they're doing is dangerous because of what it can right, lead but to. But he's implying that he's not getting those guys. He didn't get those guys this time because someone outbid him. 
That's well, the implication. Well, yeah. But that, but there's nothing wrong with that in today's environment. Well, that's his problem. But I also that's think, his problem. Yeah. Now that other people have a bigger budget than he does, you, you can yeah. make that case. Yes, but absolutely. But I also think it like opens up a can of worms for people to go digging into like how he was able to get. Oh yeah. Players. Well, that's what right. Fisher's saying yeah. is looking his. Let's look, look at the, his past. Yeah. yeah. When it wasn't legal. Yeah. When it wasn't, I think legal, it was now a clear it's legal that they they bought and paid for all their players. And it wasn't necessarily on the up and up. Well, I think that was the clear inference. I don't think so, but definitely the inference friends with Bill. But he didn't say it wasn't an inference. He said they bought their players using this new NIL and the collective uh, model. Which but the, the win thing get back to <laughs> back to the, this. I, I don't know if there's anything to it. I mean, for all I know, he's just not quite a hundred percent. We'll see him next week at minicamp when he when he has to be here but i just i wonder when people start talking about it i automatically think there's whispers with some of the you know the mcbrides the reeses the phil perry's um those kinds of guys i don't think that they generally start throwing stuff around without reason yeah so i want whenever i hear some some stuff like that I, i i step back and i'm like hmm I mean, didn't I th- really think that was a possibility, but maybe it is. I mean, somehow he's been a little bit under the radar, I think, just because of Sony and Nikhil. Like, those other two first-round picks that have kind of flamed out or haven't. I mean, he's as I close s- as they've said this a million times to working out. But it's still, it hasn't been consistent. He hasn't been reliable. And some of the biggest moments when you need him, he hasn't been able to go. So, you know, I just... It's I, the offensive line thing that drives me crazy. Sony's a running back. You can see his production. Yeah. Harry's mm-hmm. a wide receiver. You can see his production. Nobody can tell me what Isaiah Wynn has played when he's actually played, mm-hmm. right? No, there's, I mean, we're not experts. We're not right. offensive line. We don't know them. And most times you're just going to see him get right. beat yeah. for a sack. So, That's so, when he So everybody out. says, well, when he plays, he's fine. Is he? Yeah. It's a good I don't question. know. Like, I'm not telling you he's not, but I'm telling you he's not overly highly rated, um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, all pros and pro yeah. bowls. He's not in those conversations. Like, Shaq Mason is. He gets all pro. He got all pro votes last year. He was the second team all pro, right? So, yeah. People are telling me that he's a, a, at a higher level, like, but I don't think there's a huge difference between first round bust potential between win and those other two that Mike is talking about. Yeah, I think that gets to the heart of it too, Paul. Because it's how much do they really like him? You know, if they say, well, when he's on the field, oh, he's just so athletic, like the. What we can do with him, you know, like, do they have that perspective? Are they well, like, I mean, he's been disappointing. Again, we he's been fine when he's available. We would upgrade him if we could, but they haven't really yeah, made an effort. And I think Every- that's the right way to put it. I think he has been fine. Well, I don't but, think he's been a disaster. Well, here's, here's my thing with him. We don't know the assignments on every play, the blocking assignments. But what I do see is, like, you know, on some running plays where he's supposed to get out of his stance and get out there, he does it well. Like, he yeah. looks like an athlete. You know, yep, so you see sure. the potential. You see the athletic potential in him. Now, he could be doing the absolute wrong thing on that play. I don't know. But I, I see the athleticism. No, but I, from yeah, this you're, guy. You're, you're evaluating something that's different, right, wrong, or indifferent. He gets out of his stance quickly. Yeah. He moves well for a guy his size. But yeah. That, yeah. I think that's. Like, like if I was an offensive yeah. line coach, I'd go, okay, I can work with that. You yeah. know? And that was the time that he was facing the wrong way last year and knocked over the back in the back. <laughs> right. So that's, that's that? a whole different thing. <laughs> I remember thing. that one. But, you know. Oh, that was but even then, no, that's we don't. That's like one we don't point. know if that's his fault. You know, like you don't know. That's well, yeah, the offensive line is not supposed to be looking the wrong way. But, well, 
Fred, are you the type to see the good in everybody? <laughs> yes. Oh no, but but <laughs> yes, he is. Shemara. What I am saying, well done. What I am saying I is these people that think they know what's supposed to happen on every play don't. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't. You really, you know, that's why these coaches get frustrated with us. Cause it's fair. We don't know the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's all about how many games did you dress? You know, in the biggest games of the year, were you there? Well, that's were you an able issue. to play? And that's, you know, and that's something that, that we do know. And that's been a recurring issue for him over these first few years. I just know if I were in his position that I'd want to be here. I'd, you need to have the best year of your life. You're a left tackle. If you have an awesome year this year, you play all 17 games and playoffs and you know, finally live up to this kind of first-round potential, you're going to get paid See, next I year. I agree with Mike. If he's really looking for con- – this is why I don't think it's contract-related at all. Uh, but if he's really looking for a contract, how can you make an argument that this is in his best interest? Right. Because Mike is right. He needs to get on the field, show the rest of the league that he can practice every day in the in the spring, be ready to practice every day in the summer, and then be ready to play in yeah. the games. That's what his goal I – mean, his goal shouldn't be – I need to come back to play for the Patriots. His goal should be: I need to put myself in the best position f- for, for, free, for unrestricted free agency, which is coming and up and at the end of this year. And plus, the other teams even see him as a left tackle, given his size. Like I know the Patriots are willing to make that adjustment to their offense and play somebody who's a little bit undersized out there. But still, everybody here wants to move him to guard. Do you think other NFL teams are looking at him and saying, "Well, yeah, he's not really reliable, but we think he's a left tackle. Like he doesn't really fit the size profile at all." So. I think that's another layer to it of him, of, of trying to just – Do you think at any do? point, uh, whether it's starting with this mini camp and through training camp, we'll see them try out Cole Strange at a tackle posi- at left tackle? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I, I'm gonna, I, I, I think he just goes left guard, and there he is, and that's where he'll stay. Okay. Um, don't overwhelm him. Just let him do what he – I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out either. Because I think he's he, – I mean, he looks big out there. I wouldn't Just rule it out size. only because of injuries. Like, yeah. you never know. Right. Like, if, if if Brown and Wynn and Kajust and Haran are all hurt, someone's got to play tackle. Right. But, but this is a guy who's never played tackle. I don't think he'll play tackle unless they absolutely get desperate. I'd like to see him stand next to this to win. Just to see how – just the size comparison. Because he looks – he does look big for a guard. He looks big out there. I so. think Wynn looks, like, wider. I thought, yeah. Think, and yeah. I, I thought Strange looked a little – Thin yesterday thin. for for an offense like usually the offensive lineman you know yeah maybe I'm not, I, I'm not throwing I, any stones here with my belly yeah. <laughs> they, they look they look big no, I, don't think, you, I didn't think I, he looked I, that big I should adjust my comments because I think Michael and Wenyu that's like tank big you know I, I guess just tall like just tall has a, like a leaner build Cole Strange yeah, of I thought a that's more of I a thought. tackle I agree yeah I, I agree that, with you that, I think he looks like a tackle when you see him but yeah. I just don't think he's ever really played it so. Yeah. I, again, I never say never with these kinds of things, but I would be surprised. Speaking of size, what did you all think of the question that Thornton got about um, gaining weight and how there's no specific goal for him gaining weight? I think and there probably is a goal. Yeah, there's <laughs> probably, probably not. I'll, you're going to get mad at me. No, You don't think there's a goal? No, no, I do. Oh, okay. I, but I, I think it's a problem. I, I, he's too light. I think he's. I think it's been a problem for him his whole life. Mm-hmm. Putting on good weight, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think there is a chance. Like so I think someone specifically asked him if it'll you're mess worried. up his speed. Yes, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, I'm not necessarily looking to get bu- bigger, just stronger." Hmm. I think that was his answer. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, first of all, I, again, I'll, I'm going to repeat. I, I was really impressed with him. I thought he came across really comfortable, good. Pr- you know, like I thought he showed some personality. Yeah. You know, rookies don't generally do that. I mm-hmm. thought he came across really well. Um, 
But I, I wonder if that is a, an issue with him. He's a small guy. He's small, like really small. Forget the wrists. He's small yeah. in general. But I, I wonder how that ties into his usage and – you know, is he going to be coming over the middle, really? Is he going to have to worry about taking multiple hits, or is it mostly going to be downfield stuff where they're grabbing his ankles? Or, you know, yep. like, like that would be my guess. Kind of feed into it a little that would bit. be my guess. But I think he needs just good weight just to deal with the season. Good you weight. Know? You know, that, that's kind of like I stepped away and I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's been an issue for him. Mm-hmm. Like get, getting bulky. A lot of reps. Imagine getting bulky like to take away some of his. <laughs> Can you imagine someone his, imagine his going through speed. life? You, you have trouble gaining weight. Oh God! <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> I just I can't gain weight. I can't oh, do it. Why, why, why yeah. do you, why do I'm all of us. Why are you just staring at me? <laughs> Unlike you, I wasn't a fat kid. I just got fat as an adult. <laughs> we crossed each other on the way. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe I he just has like a high metabolism or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I, used to, I used to have that too. Tomorrow. <laughs> high metabolism. Look at him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I, I well, when you th- when we think about like the food we ate like in high school, you know, and how oh, yeah. how much it's the same stuff I eat now. Yeah, that's why well, I look that's like the this. problem. But back then you were always on the go. Oh my god. Yeah. You know. Right. So like you but burned even it still, off. I yeah. would. I mean, I would probably drink three, four cokes, and I would have a piece of apple pie. In the summer, every day. Every day? Every day at lunch, I would get a piece of apple pie. <laughs> oh, my God. Every day. <laughs> but, but like, we would go to, like, Burger King boat. and, like, eating a double beef Whopper oh, yeah. with French fries. It was nothing. Yeah. It was nothing. Oh, it's, not, it's always not enough. Like, you, you're like, I need, yeah. I need my Big Mac. I need my fries. But I, I might need a chicken sandwich in there, too. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I think nothing of that. I think nothing of that, right? In case you guys were wondering, Five Guys is considered fine dining. For for fine dining? (laughs) For Cole Strange. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I kind of like going to Five Guys, but I don't know. Y'all have. See, I wish I I didn't hear him now, so I want to see how effective your your voice is. funny. I got to work. I got to work on it. Unfortunately, I think this would be Scal's department of of just nailing a, a Cole Strange impression, but it's just... So wide-eyed and just, I can't believe it. If he thinks uh, <laughs> they have a real five guys right here on campus. <laughs> what does he think of Davio's? <laughs> I think that's fine, Donnie. That's too fancy for him. He'd walk in there and he wouldn't know what to do with himself. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, five guys. Five guys is undefeated. But me and Paul, we always good. complain about Jersey Mike's and that the regular is two and then the large is four. Yeah. So, if, like, sandwich pieces. The large okay. is too big. We, even for me. The large oh, is yeah. too big. But the small, but the small but is too small. I don't know. They really, like, if you're just looking for a, a normal lunch, they pack it into that small. They yeah, do. but it's too small. It's pretty good. But I, even I'm with, I'm with Paul on the too small. I think we need to go four and two, and then we split it. Split one of them. Okay. You know, we go three and three. That's okay. the teamwork. makes the dream work on that one. But My contention, Tamara, is that Paul's when it comes fat. to sandwich franchises, <laughs> you know, Subway, mm-hmm. Yeah. Capriati. Mm-hmm. I think Jersey Mike's is the best. Oh, wow. That's my... I can't argue with That's you. my contention. Ha, I it's won me over in the last couple of years. I would say... You're going to pull some random no, southern place no, that I've never heard of. Well, Cracker is Barrel. Is Firehouse <laughs> Subs considered random? Firehouse no, Subs is I good. Firehouse is I terrible. Have, yeah. it's Are not you terrible. kidding? <laughs> I went there. I ordered an Italian. Terrible. They put mayo on it. Okay, how can well, you? Oh my how can you call yourself a sandwich? Just so you player? know, if you go to, go to Five Guys and don't indicate it, they'll put mayo on that. Too. I mean, uh, Jersey Mike's. They'll put mayo on that if you don't tell them not to. It's on the list. On an Italian? Yes, then it's, it's on the list. It's not an it's Italian. Out. You're out. You're out. Oh my god. Okay, so but if you I want, think Firehouse no, is pretty. If you good. order yeah. a, a, an Italian Mike's way, they don't put mayo on it. I, I think, but yeah, but you're ordering it Mike's way. Well, that's if you the just right get, way. If you just get, if you just get it regular, I think they will. Okay. So, but I also think it has to do with if you, if you like cold subs or hot subs. So, like, 
this you is don't, true. Mm-hmm. If you don't like hot subs or if you don't like cold subs, I think that's going to Okay. So what to you, what's the difference? Like who's the hot sub king? The Blasies and Everett. The Blasies. Oh. It's got to be a franchise. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Firehouse hot. <laughs> okay. Like I don't like Jimmy John's. I'm not a big Jimmy John's person. Okay. Jimmy John's isn't bad, but I like Firehouse better. Yeah. I agree with Tamara. I'm out of my depth. I don't know either of those places. I like Jersey what? Mike's better. Jimmy John's? You ever heard Jimmy John's? I've heard really? I've heard of it. How about yeah. Quiznos? Oh, yeah. Quiznos is... is See, that's the, that, they're, they're like the OG of heating them up, right? With yeah. the oven. They were the original... Uh, you'd like them, Fred, because you, you want to toast it. Have toast you ever it? had yeah. Blimpies? I've never had These it. barely exist now. I've heard about yeah. it, yeah. but I've never they're, had it. They're hard to find yeah. now, but yeah. yeah. They're good. It used to just be Subway. Okay, wait. This one's Southern. And local place. This, this is suddenly turning into my favorite show ever. <laughs> sandwich. This is Southern, not necessarily a sandwich shop, but public subs... Like pub subs. I've heard that. So at the supermarket? Yes. I've really? heard yeah, I've heard yes. that. That they're very, very good. They're very good. Do they use boar's head meat? Yes, they do. <laughs> okay. And boar's head is my favorite. So like that that's probably why Okay. There's um, gonna be a lot of good. calls about this. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you not talk about the Patriots? Sorry. D'Angelo's It's lunchtime. We that's, did. that's why. <laughs> D'Angelo's doesn't compare. All right, eight five five Pats five hundred is the ace ticket hotline web. And radio. if anybody calls in and says Subway, you're no longer allowed web to talk I to like Subway. <laughs> oh. Subway's good. Worst ever. Every now uh, and then. Every now and I then. I disagree. Worst ever. I Worst hate. franchise of yeah. all time. I I, dis- I mean they're ones. not bad. They're nah. not bad. I think if like if I had to eat it, yeah. I'll eat it. Yeah. But yeah. like it's not my first choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when you say you had to eat it, you're talking about, like, to survive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think. You're, like, in Ukraine and the only on thing on open on. is Subway? You know, She's if you're, if you're potentially on a road trip and you've gone, like, so many exits and you oh, really yeah. just can't find anything and oh. it, it's that? See, I couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't could. do it. I'm like, I'm talking literal survival only. That's Subway. the only wow. way I would eat well, Subway. So he would No, nope. you, you must have driving. had some bad experiences there. Yeah, yeah, I had it once, and it was the worst thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> okay, so see, the problem with a, a lot of these is who's running it? Sure. Like, if the people running it mm-hmm. aren't good, like, if you go to a nice, you know, well-maintained subway, it's it's decent. Yeah. It's not bad. Franchise. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think the food's good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not, like, telling you what kind of mm-hmm. cleanliness it has or well, anything no. like that. I didn't say that they were, like... In violation know. of the health code. I'm, I'm I go- also I'm like when Subway. they. I like when the meat isn't already like, like in the s- in the station. I like when they you, cut you it. Like yeah. cut it. They, that's, yeah. that's Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's cuts it. And they it, cut the meat. Yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's, why, that's why. That's why you need the app that Mike taught right, me all right. about. Because you know I don't. You got to do put apps. it in early. That line gets long. You got to put it in early because you'll be waiting forever. They're cutting every every order. Yeah. All right, 855-PASS-500 is the sandwich hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Uh, let's get to the phone, see what people are saying. Uh, we'll start with Dan in Virginia in Michigan. What's up, Dan? Subway is the McDonald's equivalent of the sub shops. Yeah. Oh, but I, like, yeah. I like McDonald's, I so I don't know no. what that's yeah, That's no, not true because almost all of the fast food burger joints are worse than McDonald's. So Wait, what? I don't, I don't like that. Well, I'm not sure about Wait that either, Paul. Wait a minute. Yeah. What's well, your Wendy's is better than McDonald's. Okay. What's your favorite fast food? Okay, not including Five Guys. What's your favorite fast food <laughs> burger then? Huh? Probably Wendy's. If it was just like strict fast food, Wendy's is Dave, better than Dave's McDonald's. Classic Double. <laughs> well, you have to be specific because yeah. there's a lot of sandwiches. Well, the old yeah. Big Bacon Classic was, was like really if, good. If you oh, go, go to McDonald's, is it the Quarter Pound or the Big Mac? Yeah. The Big Mac. I'm a Big Mac. Like guy. I happen the to Big think, Mac. I happen to think in terms of burgers, the best fast food burger ever made is the is the uh, Whopper. Yeah, I've never had a Whopper mm-hmm. or a Big Mac. Really? 
<laughs> I'm not overly surprised you by that because she's young enough that when she was growing up, she already oh, yeah. knew that that wasn't good for you. Right, like, right. well, oh yeah, we didn't know any uh, better. Well, I no. still know it's not good, but my I eat it anyway. <laughs> no, but, that's, but yeah. this is my point. It's like you, convenience you, food when you already start it. It's kind of hard to stop, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure Tamara was fully understanding of the, the, yeah. Yeah. the lack of nutritional we like supersize me was like that a thing right yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we didn't intentionally yeah. try to scare that, our kids that, about McDonald's that bugged me they're afraid of McDonald's kids are afraid of McDonald's but like for us get a reaction like we would stop McDonald's every hockey practice every hockey you're going through the drive through at McDonald's you're getting Mc- oh, I mean God. it was just a staple and I don't know there was a certain point I think I was hungover I had to get on a plane I'm like I'm gonna just stop at a McDonald's get a couple egg sandwiches they were like the ones with the uh the pancakes like in between the pancakes oh, like one of those i'm like i'm like I had, <laughs> yeah i i had had i think i had been drinking cheap vodka the night before i <laughs> oh. i was in a bad place i think i was actually still probably drunk as i was getting on the plane but i had those two sandwiches and i wanted it, it just put me over the edge i want and i've never looked at mcdonald's the same way <laughs> granted i was hungover probably drinking terrible vodka but right. oh my god uh, since then it's just it's uh, every now and then oh, the fries that still gets me i still like the fries McDonald's the McNuggets. fries is- yeah, tremendous. Yeah. But but I haven't been there in a long time. No, see, I like them all. Yeah, I really do. What do you got I think they the all have their good points. You know. Yeah, and, I, and Burger King, I I still always like their their chicken tenders. Those are always good. I, I like would them. agree with Fred that if I'm going to have something from Burger King, it would be the Whopper. I think that's probably it's the best. Broiled. But it's not like their fries aren't broiled. good. I don't think like their chicken nuggets at McDonald's are better than it. Like yeah. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Yep. And, and poor Dan in Virginia and Michigan yes. <laughs> completely derailed. You, do you have some on the oh, McDonald's? I'm, What's I'm, up? I'm fine. I'm concerned about the guy who emailed in a few weeks ago and said you needed to talk about football and <laughs> nothing else. Well, we, we, we took we took that one to heart. We tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a I got an answer and a question. Uh, Fred was asking last week about uh, what we would like to see uh, in terms of content. Um, Eric's last show re- uh, revealed something that I never knew I always wanted. Uh, Fred was talking about hunting poachers in Africa, and Eric said he would be all in. We need to make this a movie. We need to, you know, fr- send Fred and Eric over there and film the whole thing. It would be spies like us in the in the desert. It would be like an, an odd couple comedy, but also at the same time a double fish out of water comedy because it's Fred in Africa and it's Eric the vegetarian hunting people in his paperboy hat and his waffle wave shirt. <laughs> There'd be like a, a running joke of Fred mispronouncing every single African person, city, dish, whatever they came across. But at one point, but Eric Fred is an expert gets, on Africa. It's a good yeah. Felix and Oscar. No, right? I like you know how they have the Dateline where they catch the predators, the sexual predators. Like you could do the same thing where you you set up these poachers and you catch them in the act and or just before the act. What were you about to do to this lion? Right, <laughs> right, and and nail him. I'd love to see Eric. Yeah. Um, at at one point, cuss. Fred and Eric's truck would get stolen because they're at the gas station, and Fred wants to pay at the pump. But Eric ah, and, and that would work. Someone is stealing the car, and uh, ultimately, we, we see Eric's revenge because Fred's the boss. He made Eric pack the supplies, do the grunt work. Fred is starving in the desert and asks Eric for food, but all that Eric has packed is whatchamacallits. Right. So, would you kill him time? on a road trip? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I picture Eric being like, you're not the boss of me anymore. You're not the boss of me. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like one of those buddy films where they're just right, the right, opposite. Right, right, yeah. Right. yeah. So call it something like Watermarks and Wild Men. Oh, okay. You're giving this some thought, huh, Dan? <laughs> yeah. A little bit too much Do you have a thought. treatment, Dan? <laughs> yeah. Well, Whip up a treatment. Let's say I was recently between contracts and had a little bit more time on my hand. So, okay. Uh, but um, with regards to the question, 
the race, you know, we recently had the Patriots Hall of Fame vote, and I've got no problem with those players being nominated and Wilfork getting the nod. Uh, the guy has so many of my favourite highlights, uh, particularly for a defensive lineman. But uh, what has to happen to get Chuck Fairbanks in the Patriots Hall of Fame? I know that there are fans who think he walked out on the team and view him poorly for that reason, but I would think that those on the committee would have a better understanding of what actually happened in that situation and how the Sullivan's undermined what he was doing and his relationship with the players. I know you guys don't like talking about the, the inner machinations of the, the committee, but what exactly is stopping Fairbanks from, from getting to the voting stage? I think at this point it would have to be the veteran committee, um, you know, to bring him up. I mean, he's been a finalist uh, multiple times, and the yeah. fans don't vote him in. He's been nominated, I think, pretty much every year. He's been one of the nominees at the meeting, right, Fred? I mean, talked you, about, yeah. yeah. Can you absolutely. remember him not even being no. discussed? I agree with Fred. I think if he's going to get in, it's probably going to be through the Veterans Committee at yeah. some point. But there's no doubt that you know he was the coach of the team when they had. Yeah, he belongs. Yeah, they were a good team, and his. Uh, you know, drafting was really good. Besides yeah. the coach, you know, he was a good he was a good coach. Yeah, we talked about the schemes that that he kind of invented. Yeah. Still, you know, what what they use here still for in offense. Use now. And and Ernie's uh, pats from the past. He, he talked a lot about the, those seventies Patriots teams, Chuck Fairbanks, what he was doing early in the league with those teams. And I mean, those yeah. were some forgotten teams. But and you know, Ernie's not the only coaching talent he found either. That's right. Yeah. But I just think we, you know. I, I I know the the horse is out of the barn, but we just lower the bar too much. Yeah, you know it's just it's a long way. Anybody down that had any semblance guys. of success, you know, put them in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know? well, you've yeah. got no, so I'm, many I'm guys. With you there, Fred. I, I think they let too many people in, but I think yep. Fairbanks is one of those that should be in. Okay, well then, Bill Parcells, Parcells should probably be in too. Right. You know, I don't think there's any question about that yeah. except for, for you and Brian, I, I, except for you and Brian Morey. Well, I have a question about that. <laughs> you know, I think it's more about just. The abilities of a coach. Mm-hmm. It's been more about than just transforming a franchise. Oh, oh, he tra- Okay, he did. He transformed. He the gave you legitimacy All right. that we didn't have. Okay. Believe me, I was here. All right, all right. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Mike in New York. What's up, Mike? Uh, oh, Mike. He's not there. Mike. Uh, how about Patty and Agawam? Hey, Patty. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, hey. Uh, so, Mike, you just you made me laugh about 20 minutes ago when you were talking about getting, uh, you know, grabbing a sandwich from a fast food joint and saying, you know, this isn't enough. I might need a chicken sandwich because I was kind of the same way too. Like, especially in my early 20s when I was when I was hungover. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Everything looks good. Yeah. You know, Big Mac and yeah. a quarter pounder with cheese with a yeah. large fry without even blinking. You know, you're looking at that board whether without you're driving up. Right. It's like being in the supermarket when you're yeah. hungry. It's like I want it all. You got the I, meal. I don't think tomato yeah. wants to be my friend anymore. <laughs> no, but I will say, like when uh, Wendy's came out with the four for four. Oh. Oh. I probably didn't finish <laughs> That's everything. That's like a snack. But like, I liked how like you can get the best of both worlds. Like you know how sometimes, especially if you go to like Chick Fil A, you're like. Do I want nuggets or do I want a sandwich? Yep, yep, right. Or right. when you go to Wendy's or McDonald's, do I want a burger? Or do I want nuggets? Do I, what do I want? And so it's kind of like I choose yeah. four for four. Yeah. Is a, that's a that's a good deal. Yeah. yeah. Except for it's just like a snack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, it's like warm up. It's like when you're not when you're not really hungry and Will's <laughs> Will's just saying I'm going to stop at Wendy's. You want anything? Yeah, get me a four for four. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's an appetizer. That'll hold me over to dinner. Listen to this guy. I, I uh, I'm in a town called Guilford, Connecticut, right? And there's a place out here called Deli Unlimited, and they make a sandwich called the Cousin Patty. Nope. And I had to go in and and 
stop and just ask the owner. I'm like, do you guys listen to Patriots Unfiltered or Patriots.com? And he's like, no. <laughs> I well, how'd you come up with Cousin Patty? He's like, oh, that's the, that's the owner's cousin. Oh I was like, God. all right, fair enough. Yeah. But pizza time. I mean, I pizza the, time should have some serious right. <laughs> Thanks, Patty. <laughs> all right. We got that didn't break. have to be so dismissive when he's. No, I don't listen to that. <laughs> We're actually going to eat some food now. Nice. And when we come back, more of what whatever we talk about here. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week week only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played, and everyone knows we gave it our all. We, the fans, march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. 
And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. 
Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. And now, great moments in history. Manny's in Manchester, New Hampshire. What's up, Manny? Manny Chester. I was listening to uh, yesterday's podcast. At one point in time, Paul called Bill a mediocre coach. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I did not. Stop it. Yes, you did. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I just listened to it today. But anyway. I did not call Bill a mediocre coach. I'm sorry. It was taken out of context. That's like Fred said that he doesn't think that Mac Jones is very good. That's not what he meant. He was, it was something about something different. I've never thought of Bill as a mediocre coach, and I've never said that he's a mediocre coach. Sorry. I, am, I, might, have said, I, I might have said something like this, if you want to listen. He's had eight-plus years without Tom Brady as his, co- as his quarterback, and in those years, he's been a mediocre coach. That's what you said. That's what I said. I remember that. Oh, that's what I was referring to. It's like, you call him a mediocre coach then. Without Tom without Brady. Tom Brady. Very, very important qualifier there, Manny. I think then everybody's a mediocre coach because they don't have Tom Brady then. But anyway. Andy Reid's Andy Reid's not a mediocre coach. It's a good point caller. That's another great moment from Patriots Unfiltered. All right. Back here on Patriots Unfiltered. 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. A couple reaction emails. Jack in Ann Arbor says the Whopper is the best and the Impossible Whopper is also excellent. Oh, okay. Hey, Eric's off the show. Come on. No more of that stuff. I know. <laughs> I didn't even know that there was an impossible Whopper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Clearly it's possible. That yeah. was yeah. One possible. Of the f- that's one of the first ones I had ever really even heard of. Yeah. Was the impossible Whopper. Yep, that's true. I'm uh, sure it wasn't the first, but it was the first yeah. one I uh, Kristen in Houston says, as far as sandwich chains go, I only prefer Subway when it comes to meatball subs. Hmm. If I want an Italian or something, then I'd go elsewhere. That being said, I am a fan of Subway's new protein bowls. Makes me feel healthy because it's kind of like a salad, but there's three times the meat of a normal salad. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I hadn't heard about those. I'm going to have to look into that. Just, yeah. They just throw it in a bowl. <laughs> there's no bread. <laughs> those are big now. Those yeah. rice bowls. Yeah. yeah. Like love you can rice get bowls. like a oh, steak yeah. and cheese rice bowl. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you're trying to convince yourself you're doing something healthy. I know. <laughs> Well, sometimes yeah. so, like with Subway, I'm sure, to I'm sure you're getting a regular <laughs> rice bowl, not a steak and cheese one, Tamara. <laughs> well, like Subway's bread is kind of, eh. I mean, I, it's bread is it's such a sandwich awful thing, in every, right? Like, I, like that's Ugh. what makes the sandwich. I, and I think Jersey Mike's bread is fine. I think that's more about the cut and the meat, and it tastes fresh. But if you don't have good bread, then what yeah. do you got? Well, it can, it can yeah. ruin your sandwich. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just soggy. You ever go to a McDonald's and you get like a Big Mac and the bun just crumbles? Mm. No. Like it, yeah, mm. I've, I've had that. What about a bad chicken nugget? Which I mean, oh, yeah, that's, that's you, know, happened. you know what I'm talking about. Oh, there's yeah, something right. hard in there. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. that has happened to me. And not you get like, right a, you get like mm. a mouse head or something. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I, if I had had that, I wouldn't be here now because I would have sued the hell out of them. Oh but there's like three God. shapes, too. And I think I've gotten like, I remember when I was a kid being like, it's always that shape. Like, well, I don't know what the shapes are. One's like a little fish. No, once in a while yeah. you get a bad, a bad nuggy. It's crazy how like 
they didn't used to be all white meat. They used to be like pink meat, mixed. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Like well, the all white meat. Well, when you when, okay, you know how you get buffalo <laughs> wings or you get wings, right? <laughs> yeah. Bone bone in rings, yeah. right? Yeah. And Is there's there two pieces. Kind? There's the drumstick part, and then there's yeah. the other part. Yeah. The, you know, like flats. Whatever, yeah. What do you call it? Flats. Flats. The flats. Yeah. I prefer the flats. Same. Yeah. I do. I don't yeah. like the drumsticks. Like if I could just get flats yeah. and no drumsticks, yeah. I prefer that. Some well, people do, but they charge you like an extra three dollars or something. Oh like yeah. That. Love them both. Sort of. Love <laughs> okay. them both. You know, I love. He doesn't discriminate. Love buffalo wings. Wait, I just oh. think the you flats chicken are more tasty. They are. Also, where do you stand on this? People say that boneless chicken wings are not wings. They're not. They're tenders. They're, yeah, they're tenders or fingers. Yeah, they're not care. wings. I like them better. And they, I like tenders. And better. they taste very good. Yeah, yeah. I love oh, less the taste. work. Less right. work. Less right. work. It, yeah, and if like you're out somewhere and you don't want to be a mess and like you know have yeah. to worry about wet naps and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Then you know you can sit at the kids' table and eat yeah. the tenders. The same reason <laughs> like lobster. I don't need to like have a whole production. Just give me the food. Let me eat it. I don't need like a project before I can eat. But well, Fred, mm. what tastes better, a tender or a wing? A wing, if if it's done right. Because the skin's still on it, and it's fried, and, you know, it... It's it, all from one chicken. I, f- I think the bone gives it extra flavor. Yeah, I don't know why, Well, the but fa- it's the fat from the skin okay. that, that gives that it the flavor. You know? Yeah, I like, like bone flats. in, but I there's, there's times that hey, I'm perfectly satisfied with my tenders. Right here. Like when we do it right show. here, right? Because I don't want to be eating wings and making a mess as I'm trying to yell at college for telling me that right. I, I call Belichick a mediocre coach. You know, it's on your <laughs> face, but it's also all in your fingers yeah. and experience, stuff. You know? experience. So when I eat w- wings at home, after oh. I'm done, I just put my hand out and my dog cleans my fingers oh my for God. me. <laughs> like you're the oh, my God. <laughs> just hangs his hand off the throne. What? <laughs> you fat bastard. You what? can't even get up and <laughs> wash your own hands? Not immediately. <laughs> you're watching TV. You let the dog do the work. Oh, my God, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. I, not yet. Can't. I'm still working. You know, he yeah. likes it. Yeah. You know, well, it's win-win for both of us. A little spicy for him. Is that him a little it's stomach right. fish? It's all right. <laughs> I have um, a break in our food conversation to this actually thought about this when we were eating but um the question bill got yesterday about um dante hightower coming back like would you welcome him back i thought that was a very interesting question oh, and answer talking yeah. about people that um, are on the team yeah <laughs> with my uh, um, with my allergy cough my allergy voice i've got to go bill going um i still think it's open for him yeah i still think it's open just because it's and i know i know the old thing and i get mm-hmm. it and i'm kind of on that train too but I just, he's the only one I wouldn't rule out. Fred, did you hear the exchange? No. Uh, you know, when I watched Were you just the, making fun of Andy? I must have been distracted for that one moment because I don't remember that question. Yeah, they were like, would, would you good welcome question. him back? Yeah. It's a good question. by Henry, good question. Henry McKenna asked the, the follow-up. He would. It was asked a question about Uche, mm-hmm. and then Greg I heard Bedard that. followed up by saying, is he kind of like Hightower in that he has the ability to play inside or out? And Bill bristled at that. Like, let's, yeah. you know, let's not be comparing guys. To Hightower, he's one of the best linebackers that's ever been here, and mm-hmm. um, really was on and on. I'm disappointed that you didn't hit the follow up. Was you know you mentioned Hightower? Would you welcome him back? Right. And he said, "We're only going to talk about the players that are here." I'm disappointed that you weren't listening because I like how you like to listen to the answers and yeah, in between you know, the answers, read between the lines. Mm-hmm. I took that as that that door is closed. He's not coming back because that was an over the top, glowing. Like praise of Hightower, right? Which he generally reserves for guys that are done. Mm. Yeah, that's an interesting. You know, like Teddy Bruschi yeah. is the greatest Patriot. Like he's been you, you highly look, complimentary <laughs> of his players when they're active, but that was like the, yeah, that was like the perfect Patriot. Teddy Bruschi, yeah. Troy Brown, 
reserved for when they're done. That's right. And I think that was what he said about Hightower yesterday, like one of the greatest linebackers we've ever had. And I, I'm with mm. you, Paul. You know, like I know we got into a heated debate last year about veterans versus young guys, but when it comes to Hightower, it's time to move on um, because if there's no one on the roster now that can do what he did last year, we're in big trouble. I, I need to see that mm. um, because Hightower wasn't Hightower last year. You know, he we just, spurts. Yeah, 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 here and there. But <clears throat> we got to see what else we have. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that sentiment. I'm still worried about it, just based on you know what we've. We well, haven't really seen anything so it's, far. It's, but it's just it's body stuff. Well, I promised you that I wouldn't it, bust your balls if they re-signed Hightower. Would you welcome him back? Like, uh, I, I will not spend any time saying, oh, there's another young guy. No, no, no. No, no. And, I look, I really like Hightower, but I, I think love you Hightower. guys are right about where he's at and where they are. Just the only reason why I would take him back right now is just because I don't really see anybody that can set the edge across from Judon. I don't – you know, Dietrich Wise – Josh Uche, Anthony Jennings, like just it's Ronnie. A, it's a who's who of Ronnie. What about guys what about the be. sentiment that Hightower this year would be if he came back would be better than he was last year because he was coming off maybe not I playing mean, and maybe he could play less like maybe he could just kind of be I mean you know I not to make the exact one to one comparison to Brian Cox and what he was here but you know he was just kind of a middle linebacker that would come in against running teams and you know the t- Ted Johnson role somewhat later you know so. In that regard, yes, but, I mean, I want him on the edge. I just want him as, like, an an early down outside linebacker, third down, get him off the field, then put the Uches, the Ronnie Perkins, let the young legs go get the quarterback. Um, I just – I really – we talk about all the time about the run defense problems. It's so hard to look at this roster right now and say – yeah, they're going to be they're going to be good against the run this year. Like, it's just I, I can see them being good against the pass, and they'll throw the whole uh, you know no position defense safeties cornerbacks everything everywhere in the side. They'll confuse guys. They'll match up okay on passing downs, but against the run against teams like Tennessee against the Ravens, I mean some of these teams that they have to face this year. I just don't. It's going to look like well, 2020 when well, they had a lot of guys that were practice. Not to say these are going to practice squad guys, but young guys you don't really know yeah, that are going to get thrown. They've into always the been a scheme defense where you know they they they've never been a defense that they just go out do what they do and they're so good at it they don't need to get you know scheme they're just so. But it does seem like against the run. You know they'll be okay, but when they look bad, they're going to look really bad because they're just going to be out of position. Yeah, you know. And how many games just get out of out of hand because you can't stop the run? And you just I think that's where everything starts. And then you're stuck on the field. The third downs are third and shorts. There, you know, you're you're not really playing complementary football. The offense doesn't really have a chance to go out and really get things going. So the pressure's on them every time they take the field. They got to produce because you know the other team's offense is about to come on and, and, and go down the field on some 10 minute drive with, you know, 10, 12, 15 plays. It's just, just, there was too much of that last year. And just because you hit the reset button and play the young guys doesn't mean, oh, well, no. it's going to be better. It could no, be worse. It, it doesn't no, mean that. But I want to see if it right. does. I think it will <laughs> initially be worse because of the lack of experience. But in order to get better, you have to take a step back. Well, you have to try it. Right? I. Uh, I don't know. Maybe bring him back for one more year, just to at least the young guys could potentially have more of the, his leadership at least for one more year, and then maybe next year. I I just want to come to come back. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean I love the guy. Yeah. But I just I don't want him back. Plus plus he's all about money. He's always mm-hmm. been 
made no bones about it. About, you know, it's oh, you about money. Trade Isaiah win, and then you sign him with that money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. See what I did there? I brought it all full circle yeah. for you. Uh, let's go to Sean in Vancouver. Hey, Sean. Hey, Brent. Hey. Like, I, I have a, a question for you. Well, kind of a question. I, I, I was thinking about that listener last month who was lamenting your idea of fun with the current Patriots team. But you know what? I, I get it. I, and I'm enjoying the intrigue, you know, because for over 20 years, we knew pretty much what to expect for the dynasty. There was no huge changes, few surprises. You know, at times we could even predict the play calling. Now, there are a lot of questions about the how, how the Patriots are going to move forward, and, and I'm anxious to find out, you know, if Uche or Perkins or anyone can set the edge, like I'm sure you are, was you just talking about it. And will the team use more four-man front to stop the run? Who's going to play outside corner? Will the Patriots go with more two tight end sets, mix and match versus running back? How often will John Smith be used as a fullback? We could be surprised more often. Um, sure, winning championships is fun and the ultimate goal, but I'm excited about this journey. It's the think? great unknown. You, you don't know. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. yeah. So Perfect. Well, thanks. All right. Thanks, That's Sean. Appreciate it. Like, Deuce you know says, Deuce, you know are you having fun? <laughs> are you having fun yet? I, I mean, everything he said, I, I agree with What all the intrigue. Did you and know that any of those things yeah. were going to be the case last year? What do you mean? Like, did you know, like... Who was going to be setting the edge and no, who was going to no, be no. two tight end sets? And no, you're like, right. I like, mean, it's. I it's think there's a, a, there's an element of intrigue heading into every season. You don't know exactly how it's going to unfold. Well, and I, who's going to play where? To and his how. point, in in the heyday, you knew what to expect every season, but not how. You knew what yeah. to expect in terms of a record. He's talking about the house, but you knew Gronk was going to be out there, and you knew that you know Brady was going to do what he does. You know, like it was. But there this was, is what I'm talking about. So there's a lot of you have a year knows. that all of a sudden you you come out and you start running this breakneck speed offense. Did you know that was going to happen that year? Yeah, you knew they were going to be in the AFC Championship at minimum. Yeah, I'll, I I admit that. I'll agree. But you didn't know how they were going to get there. Yeah, they did it. You know that year with an entirely different thing. Then a few years later, you bring in like Revis and Brown, and you have like this. Uh, you know, entirely remade defense and secondary, and that's you know how you end up. You have a guy like Malcolm Butler. Don't tell me everybody yeah. was talking about he was going to you know be the reason why you you ended up escaping in the Super Bowl. Like, you, yes, you go into those years knowing that you're probably going to be in the AFC Championship game at worst. Yeah, but you don't know even. But know you don't that. know how it's going to happen. <coughs> you yeah. don't know anything no. now. Now you knew certain things. No, back I know, then. but the excitement, like to me, if you want to say like. It got we got kind of spoiled because we knew we were going to be so good every year, and there was no drama and intrigue on the journey. Like how you know whether they're going to make the playoffs is exciting now. That yeah. I think is an argument that you can make. I don't think it, like well, are they going to use two tight end sets? Is Jonu Smith going to be in the backfield? Who's going to be an outs on but, the outside? I think th those kinds of questions Stan. exist well, every year. Well, ho ho hold on though. I mean, like back then, you knew they were going to make the playoffs, and you knew you knew pretty much how yeah, Brady's going to lead. Brady, but you right. don't know exactly how. But yeah, that's my point. But you know, Brady's going to like all of a sudden Gronk and Hernandez came, and you revamped your okay. entire offense with this two right. tight end. Yeah, look. and there were those always those changes. But you you know, Brady was a constant, Belichick was a constant, all that. You stuff. know, right down to but the now, last year when you decided we're just going to run the ball like predominantly in the last couple of games of the year, and that's going to be the centerpiece of the now, offense. But like, now, not only do you not know if they're going to make the playoffs, but if they do, you're not sure like what's going to be that impetus. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, I think you know, last year you felt like you had some of those guys coming back, and so you felt there was a le- level of familiarity. And I get like you know, I'm I'm kind of with Tamara in terms of you know having him come back for a year, but I also like you know, I think I said last year I like that Judon, Judon was not around for Brady, and and it just brought this kind of fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. And so from another kind of point of view, I think kind of taking that out of there and, and Mayo talked about having younger guys in his room and if we were to had you know guys like Hightower here now they'd be bored out of their mind so I think there is a place for that but I also just think I tie it back to the drafts and you know even in those years you had some intrigue as far as wow you know we got Rob Gronkowski coming back in his second year this is you know we don't know exactly how it's going to look we don't know that it's going to be this blitzkrieg one word offense and they're going to just throw the hammer down on teams but there just isn't that this year, especially on defense. There's Christian Barmore, and you're like, I feel good about him ne- this year. Mm-hmm. After that, it's a lot of question marks, and, and yeah. a lot of it just is guys that, you know, over the last two years have not emerged, whether they didn't get the chance or they didn't take advantage of the opportunity. And I think that's that's the new – of course, we're new, completely new territory. That I'm excited about. But, you know, it, it, the opportunity is there if these guys can, can, I can see do if, it. Can I see if some of the young guys can play? Yeah. And I think there's there's intrigue on that. Intrigue. But, you know, two tight ends, Jonu Smith and the right. fullback, no, yeah, who's playing right. cornerback. There's always those, there's, like, there's no excitement on any of that Schematic twists. The fact and that they don't things. have answers to those yeah, things. Yeah, no. Th- I mean, I think I, I just think it's part of the, the bigger point of, of how it's, you know, I think you're totally right in terms of every year. There's those kind of, what is, I mean, how yeah. many times? Three, four, four, three. Every year. Every year they talk about that. Well, you know, I mean, I, 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 I could literally give you a, a dozen examples. Like the year that um, – the year that Flores took over on defense was an entirely different yeah. defensive like mindset than they had previously under Patricia. Like I didn't know that was going to happen heading in. Like you, how it happens is always like a surprise. It's always in, you know like, intriguing. I think that the difference now is you don't know if it's going to work. What was you it? knew whatever they did then was going to work. You just didn't know what it was. What was the year? Was the Amoeba <coughs> defense with you know all these guys standing up. Who's coming from where? We what, have no idea. What was the year? Was it Flores' first year as D.C. when they had the preseason game in Tampa? And no, Andy, that was another year. Yeah. And Andre. That was the Andre Carter year. Andre, Andre Carter. But Andre Carter and Gerard Mayo were going to split the defensive MVP. But who was <gasps> the D.C. then? I, I forget. And, uh, and Andy, after that one preseason game, Andy would have been, declared would have been Patricia, this right? is going to be the greatest yeah. defense ever. Was Patricia still? Oh, no, Dean Pease, maybe. Was, was it Pease still there? I don't know. I don't remember what year it but was. But it was like, oh, they're going to be so much more aggressive this Cause, year. Because that's what they were doing in the, in the summer. Right. Right. But I, I forget. Why so would, would it be that? Patricia? I or was it Dean Pease? I, no, I think Pease was out by that point. I think Patricia was the de facto. I think it was Patricia, but Andy was like, this defense is going to be the best ever. Right. But that's part of what I'm talking about. That stuff is always an unknown heading yeah. into a season. Yeah. The difference is now you don't know if they're going to win with whatever they decide to do. And you don't know who it's really going to be. I think that's another part of it, too. Who will just, emerge? Just like at least with those, there was a core. What did he see? It came who up and down. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Yemi in Texas writes in, Paul said Judge was more involved with Mac Jones last week and Patricia more involved this week. Does this back up the belief that there is an OC audition slash competition? Maybe. I'm not here to shoot anything down. I don't know. I mean, I just I think it's going to be Joe Judge. What's, what's the word? Sustainable? No, collaborative. <laughs> collaborative. Come on. Keep up. I'm mixing up my cues. It's a collaborative. Uh, Jordan is from Appalachian, New York. Uh, love the show. Frequent listener for three years. 
Two questions. One, who replaces McCourty next year, assuming we don't resign him? I get the feeling it's Jalen Mills. Gah. I don't know. There hasn't been – I haven't really noticed Mills playing much safety. I've noticed a lot more Miles Bryant, Bryant but I don't think it matters. Uh, I think they got a bunch of guys that, that can like play free safety. It's too early to look at that, especially with all the questions right got now. got so many safeties. They'll have Duggar, Phillips, right? Yeah, those two will be back. Those two. those two will be back. Peppers is only on a one-year deal, but – and then, you got, then you got then you got to figure out if any of the young guys like Bryant or Bledsoe can play. Yeah, I just don't think Duggar and and Phillips are going to continue to play the same kind of box strong safety role. I think at some point you're pulling one of those guys out to be more of a balanced safety, and then one of them probably would would replace. Uh, Two, I remember hearing a, uh, talking about Patriots uniforms hmm. potentially getting an upgrade or change. Any truth to that? Upgrade. The regular uniforms? Yeah, no, nothing changing. I don't think that's going to change. There might be some uh, news coming out in a week or two about some other uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fred. Uh, so, Paul, 2011, it was uh, there was no defensive coordinator. So that was Patricia, Patricia was safeties. Then. Yeah. What year? 2011. 11. And that was the year that I think Andy was all jacked up in the preseason. Oh yeah, and Andre, Andre Carter was like. On a crazy tear, and then he what tore his ACL against Denver, I think. Yeah. But in the preseason, they were blitzing all over the place. Why? They were doing all so these things, right. and, and nobody does and that. They, that I know, season. right? Then they never really did it in the regular season. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tim writes in. I uh, just want to thank you for always trying to stay positive about the Patriots, even if it does look like they could win maybe five or six games. <laughs> on Big Heads podcast, they're already talking about. What are the teams to root for besides the Patriots? And the season hasn't even started. Anyway, my question for you is this. You can win any Super Bowl besides 07, but you have to give up one of the Super Bowls you've won. What would it be? I think for me, I'd want to win in 97 and maybe give up 2018. Oh. Uh, I would say 2006 for, for 18. I would do that. So you'd give up the yeah. win, you know. Like you had that over the Eagles. You had that yeah. unbelievable win in San Diego, and then you follow it up with a kind of a gag job in Indy, where yeah. you blow the big lead, and I think they would have beaten Chicago. I don't know, but it'd be worth trading. I mean, why would you trade one for one? Because well, I, mean, I don't think I think got. the eighteen one was Wasn't so f- far behind the other ones in terms of yeah. overall talent. But you still feel oh six would. So do you have to okay too? What about like winning in oh eight? When Brady comes back, oh, you know, in '09 when he comes back, or no, I mean, at, well, winning I mean, without him in '08 after the, I you mean, know, I, 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 I kind of took this question as like a year that they almost won it, <laughs> like oh wait, they didn't uh, even make the playoffs. No, I know, I know. Oh nine, they got knocked out by a hundred points in the first round. That's, that's true. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, they just didn't have it that year. Um, I don't know. I. I don't want to give up any of them, Mike says. <laughs> if there's some way I can erase that 9 Baltimore playoff game, I'd be happy. Well, yeah, I like <laughs> I like the question though because like he, he he wisely says, you know, not counting 07. Everybody would say, right. well, I'd course. rather have gone undefeated than. Have, but I'm, I'm thinking about 07, and it was so disappointing. And then Brady comes back next year and gets hurt in the first game. Instead, he goes on to win the Super Bowl yeah. right after that year. Yeah, I would take the. I mean, if I'm going to be completely selfish, I would have taken the '96 one. Well, I, yeah, I, sure. I, but I, I was, was trying. I was, to, I was trying to do the Belichick. No, era. I was thinking about that too. You know, '96. Or what about flipping? So I would have won money on that one. 
What about flipping it 15 to and 18? And then you would have gotten fired. Right. If you got if you took 15 instead of 18, you get three in a row. You know, that might have been some a little bit, little bit more special. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was thinking about 85. <laughs> 76. Stanley Morgan. When he uh, Tyler from Natick, um, we were talking about, like, what would you be willing to pay for for content? Mm-hmm. You know, what's mm-hmm. worth paying for besides the games? Uh, he says, I'd be willing to subscribe to... I won't do that, so oh, the, sorry. The boys of PU calendar? No? <laughs> I'd be willing to subscribe to an NFL service that included every episode of the show NFL Top 10, but they would definitely need to update some of the episodes. Greg Rosenthal looks like a fourth grader <laughs> in the old episodes, and Tom Brady was last listed at number 10 on the Top 10 NFL Divas of all time. Oh. Um, Greg Rosenthal is a very young-looking guy. Yes. Like I, I, I'm sure he looks a lot older than he did in those shots, but he's a young-looking guy. Saw him at the combine. Yeah, he's a young-looking guy. Uh, I only want the top tens that I'm a part of. Okay. <laughs> what did you do? Some. Uh, yeah, me and Andy were. Wags? Me oh, and yeah. Andy were on some of those. Oh, I didn't know. Guy, I used to be a big deal until you came. <laughs> I think and you extinguished my, my flame. I think when it comes to paying for something like something like that would be good initially, but it wouldn't be sustainable. Like, you'd be tired of it. You wouldn't pay for it the second year, you know? I just think paying for something, if I'm a fan of a team and I'm paying for something, I just want everything. That's what I want. I want to be able to watch the games wherever I am, whatever games I want, whenever, from history, whatever I want to want. You know, everything. I have everything to the team, you know? Everything. Okay. Uh, Anthony from Seattle wanted to point out. Anthony, what's up, bro? I wanted to point out something that happened on Thursday. Early in the show, you guys spoke about the passing of Ray Liotta. Then later, as you were wrapping up, Fred threatened to make Paul do some traveling next season. And without thinking, Paul responded, what, I never traveled before? I never dug a hole before? Goodfellas reference, you guys always bring it full circle, (laughs) even without trying. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Rest in peace. Yeah, Uh, I never dug a hole before is one of my crutches. I use that a little too often. And for the record, Paul has never Mm -hmm. dug a hole. That is true, because yes. I would get blisters. Look at my hands just from golfing. <laughs> I've never yeah. done a hard day's work. A bruise. Uh, let's go back to the Ace Ticket Hotline, 855-PATS-500. Uh, we'll go to Todd, North Carolina. Hey, Todd. Yeah, I'm liking uh, Tamara standing up for herself and getting involved. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, she wants Hightower, and I don't. Now we're going to fight. <laughs> good. <laughs> fight. I'm putting my money on her, because you're old and great. This is true. <laughs> and fat. Don't leave that out. Well, you're kind of you're a couple years younger than me, but uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. I know how it feels. So I'm thinking about this whole bringing Hightower back, so I am going to start a fight. I don't want him. we got to see what we got. We've got too many people that we just don't get on the field. We need to know what we got, where we're going, and I really hope Bill takes this year not as, uh, hey, i got to get back in the playoffs or win more games to catch Shula as, hey, let's take a look what we got. Let's do this as development year, get people on the field, get them playing. Get our new guys, get the rookies. I really want to see our guys get out there. What's your take? I, I'm 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 That's at that take. point now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at that point, but I just feel so particularly on defense. I feel some trepidation because I don't have a lot of confidence. Yeah, in like, the guys that they have. Thornton's like on offense. Like if Thornton doesn't play, to me, that's a good thing. That means like other guys are being consistent and producing. But on defense, this is Tamara's point. He's always so positive. <laughs> like if Thornton doesn't play, that means everybody else is playing really well. That's right. As opposed to that means that Thornton just can't play. No, mm. that doesn't necessarily mean. That. I, I I totally agree. It doesn't necessarily mean either one of those things. Right. But you just automatically go to if he doesn't play, it's good. Yeah. Okay. But 
Fred Winter birthday again? I need to do some <laughs> research when we get off of here. Couple weeks. <laughs> Madame Ruby. It's coming up. End of June. I'm okay. a cancer. Oh my gosh. So yeah, is you are a cancer. So Such is Emma. And I was looking at this <laughs> earlier and cancer see the good in everyone. I was just reading that. that I right? was just sitting down talking to, with Emma about that upstairs. Never and seen they the see good the in good me. in everyone. Yeah. How does that explain Eric? It's a crap. Yeah, I'm all <laughs> No, that explains you seeing the good. So what's Gem- in what is Gemini? Oh, it's the twins. Okay, Matt, give them the. I know what it is. The twins are a pain it in the ass. Depends what the mood is. It, it depends like on. Are now. they like first week of June? See, it's hot. First week of June, Gemini's. Like Saturday. I'll just, take just this. off the top the of my only, head. The only reason I know this is because when I dated the girl in college, it was a nightmare. She was a Gemini. Yeah. She was an end of May. Gemini's are like and, and I read and, and I was like searching for answers. Yeah. It's like my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I all of a sudden you're in a relationship with somebody and you're fighting. And you're like, what's going on? And so I did research. I'm like, well, she's a Gemini. You know, I'm like reading like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. You so didn't like, really Gemini's? do this. No, I did look at it and then they're like, oh, she's a Gemini. So she's got, you know, it's like two. It's the twins and you'll get like two different personalities. I'm like, true. that's what it is. Sometimes she's great. Do you think I'm like that? She's a two-faced. Gemini's, I think of no. them like an icy hot patch where like, it's like they're just hot and cold, like a no. roller coaster. You I think you're pretty consistent, you're gonna get. Paul. It's just I, a mess. You're, you're pretty consistent with your I pretty back consistently you ride the roller coaster. You, can, no. you go right into it and out of it. and I think it's more Paul, Paul's always miserable. Yeah. That's no, not true. That's, that's the only thing true. that gets me mad. <laughs> hey, you're supposed to see the good in everybody. <laughs> Except when he's needling. That's, that's that's the only thing that gets me mad. <laughs> he's always miserable. No. No, no, I'm not. Most but of the time. To answer just with you. The caller's question. What was his name? Uh Todd, North Carolina. Todd's question. I do think I I do want high tire back, but I I also would be fine with seeing what this potential could be so you want Todd you, you want Todd you want Hightower as more of a mentor yeah yeah mm-hmm. but I don't think he's he, he's interested yeah. in doing that he's interested in making money I think you know? we got our mentoring last year too like I mean but no, so, but some of the people were hurt so they couldn't you yeah. can't really get much mentorship when you're like yeah. sidelined and mm. at the end of the day I think they just got to find out if these guys can play and whether Dante Hightower is telling them how to do it or not like you either got to get out there and make plays or you get off the field and find someone else who can and then also too just based off some of the press conferences I feel like they feel confident in what they have they seem they've like seen it. something that they we seem haven't. like it I guess yeah you're right you're right and we'll see how it goes I just automatically think in this maybe is the opposite of Fred always seeing the good. Like, I look at it as like, okay, so Hightower comes back, and now we're into year four of Uche without knowing what Uche right, is. And, and then, then he plays, and he starts to play really well, and, oh, by the way, now you can't afford him, and he's pissy because he sat around doing nothing for three years, mm-hmm. and you don't have any chance to get him back. That's like, that's how I think of things. Yeah. I know it's, it's irrational, but that's what happens when you grow up in New England and your teams lose all the time. Like, everybody that grows up now – has got 20 years of dominance in all four sports. Mm-hmm. Expected. Like, I didn't grow up with that. Like, I'm always waiting for something bad to happen. Well, I would just root for other teams, like right. the Broncos. Uh, and I didn't have that luxury right. like you do. Well, I just think, I do now. too, with Uche. And we kind of joked about it last year that, like, the hype train was all going during training camp. It's continuing to go now. And yeah. even with Steve and Bill both kind of saying, like, we think he's going to be a big part of it. Well, all right, let's see how big of a part of it he is and, and how much of an impact does he actually have. That's going to be kind of hanging over this. All season long through training camp, what's he, how's he being used? Sure. You know, we get into the season. You know, and they were high. I mean, they were fairly high picks. You Excited. know, second, third round picks. Uche Perkins, 
I am excited to see those guys. I think that's that's a legitimate. It's going to be one play. I, yeah. It's going to be one play. He's going to go to set the edge. He's just going to get run over. I'm, I'm not excited home. anymore. This I'm not is, excited. This is this is where he's right. We're going to have a post game show, and I'm going to be like, I can't believe I waited a year and a half for that. Yeah, I, I, he's right. I will say <laughs> that maybe I am miserable. That some people don't take advantage of like sometimes there's potential. But it doesn't actually go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And, well, and I, that that can be really dis- disappointing because you really can't. Yeah, especially when you feel like maybe it could get it could work somewhere else, or you know, yeah. for whatever reason, you're like, it's just he was stuck behind somebody here, or you know, he just never got that chance. It's so true, though. But I mean, I think it's a it's the Brady thing. You never know when you're going to get that chance, and when you do get it, you better be ready I because know. it's not going to come again. So I know you got you got to be ready. You know, a lot of these guys, Ronnie Perkins, like you know, it's like you know, back at practice yesterday, great. Like I'm just glad to see him back. Like these guys need to be here. They need to be. Getting that's your guy. That's stuff. your setting the edge guy. I'm telling. Oh, you. I'm not trying to say that. No, I'm saying that's what you're gonna you're right, gonna have right. him. <laughs> okay. He's gonna be an outside yeah. linebacker. That's what he is. That's what yeah. he did last summer when. We got a chance to see him play. Now, during the season, we never saw him. He never played in the game. But last summer, the reps that he got, that's what he was doing. I think yeah. that I think he's going to be on the other side of, of yeah. Judon. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, let's go to, um, let's see, John and Duxbury. Hey, John. Hello, people. How are you? Hey, John. Good. Um, I, I have a question for Paul. But first, I want to say, I think Fairbanks next to uh, Parcells, uh, not Parcells, Next to uh, uh, Belichick yep. was the best coach they've ever had. I had season tickets. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. I, I do, Paul. I, you know, they, they uh, drafted well. He definitely was the best drafter. And he implemented all of the systems that they used. It was his defense that they used, uh, you know, he, in New England. And yep. the Ray Perkins offense, which Ray Perkins was under yep. Fairbanks. Like, it's, right. it's, it's, that, that's all yep. the schemes that they do. They're not Bill Belichick schemes. They're stuff that was here in the seventies with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah probably the, all that Oklahoma stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, and and uh, the, the question I have for you, Paul, is uh, what do you think the chances are Trey Flowers coming back? And do you think it's a money thing or a Patricia thing that he's not here already? Uh, the last part of that sentence is very interesting. Um, I do think right now they don't have the money. But yep. at some point, you wonder why are these guys still out there, and how much money are they going to yeah. get? Now, uh, I thought it was kind of eye-opening. Who was it that just signed this week? Um, yeah, Akeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks, like ten million. Yep. So I guess there's still some money out there for these guys. And yeah, Clowney signed for eleven, I think, last so. week. You know, these one-year deals. You know, you look at them like, well, there's no term, so you. But it's going to cost you. Right. It's. Real money. I'd take Trey Flowers. I mean, I think I would everything I've been talking about, which is concerns on the edge, is he a perfect fit? And probably not exactly, but I, he's a proven Did he like guy. Patricia in Detroit? That, well, that's why I said the last part of that is interesting. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Right. I mean, he went there. Yeah. He must have liked him to go there. Yeah. yeah but maybe true. he didn't like the, the head coach. Yeah. No one else seemed to. All right. Thanks, John. Good call. Thank you. Barton Poland. I could see him back, though. Trey hey, Flowers. guys, and Tamara, uh, due to draft additions of Cole Strange and Pierre Strong, who were dominant in outside zone running schemes at their colleges? Does that mean Bill will introduce more Shanahan-like running concepts into his offense? Mm. That was my impression after they drafted them. And now, I think Evan Lazar also said that they run some outside zone that they ran some outside drills, outside zone. Sorry, outside zone drills yesterday, yep. which strengthened my case. What are your impressions? 
I, I, just, I see a lot of that. I, I think they're always going to be multiple. I don't, I don't really see them all of a sudden tacking to the well, hot you are, You're fading, huh? What? Your, your voice, it's you're just, fading. I know, it's just pollen. I, I, I don't understand it. I feel fine. I, it just sounds bad. Um, but I just don't, I don't it's, see this like revolutionary change to all of a sudden go to the Shanahan system. I mean, Bill's been around forever. He knows like this has been around forever. I mean, I know that, you know, uh, uh, you know, with the Rams, Sean McVay kind of repackaged a little bit and, you know, put some bells and whistles on it. But I don't know. I don't know what the line is going to be. I just know they've always run outside zone. And I've seen them zone. do like, stuff like this. It's a all question. The time. Of they are Debo, running. It. Do you have the play, the, the bootleg stuff? I don't, you know, and that's why. When everyone was saying, oh, I think that San Francisco wants Mac Jones, I'm like, I don't really see that. I don't think he's a great fit for that, you know, play action, roll out, throwing on the move. Like, not really what you want Mac Jones doing. I think you want him in the pocket. So I don't know. I think it's a little it overblown. an AFC East uh, or an AFC executive who said that his athleticism is underrated. Well, that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Especially by Paul. <laughs> he underrates it. He underrates it. Yeah. And he who, lost all the weight. He's, by people he's a who lot watch. leaner oh, now. Uh, that's another thing. Yeah. He p- said he plans on bulking up for camp. Yeah, but bulking up doesn't mean the same as no, no. Looking I'm, ju- the I'm same just saying, as like the whole like he's like slimmed down so he can run argument to like what yeah. Mike's talking about with these you know bootlegs. He's gonna fatten up. He's gonna fatten it up. He didn't slim down to run the ball more. He's not running the ball. Well, what if he bulks up his legs and he gets faster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pure. Leg he's muscles. not gonna run the ball. What if he just goes to five guys and mm, horse burgers? Mm, mm. There's yeah. a better chance of that than him running the ball consistently. Yeah. <laughs> Cole Strange will go. Cole's yeah, there. I mean, that whole Denver. Yeah. But I say the restaurants up here are pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. That whole Denver zone running scheme, I mean, that's – you have to buy into that. But they have – You know, like, that – like, you can't – I don't think you can just do that on some plays. That has to be, like, your DNA. But you know, don't you think yeah. that they've had offensive linemen over the years with those kinds of uh, traits? Yes. Like, uh, you yeah. know, mobile guards yeah. yes. that can get out. And yeah. like Shaq Mason sure. yes. was very active. Like, that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. but And I'm not saying it's the same as Denver because I no. don't know enough about offensive line play to tell you all of these zone, you know, yeah. gap schemes and whatever. I, I'm, not, I'm not here for that. But well, I was. They've had, they've had very active and mobile offensive linemen throughout the entirety of Belichick's tenure here. Yeah. The, but the way like Denver would do it is, the whole line would get up out of their stand yeah. as a unit, yeah. like move one way or the other, mm-hmm. and then the running back had his choice. Yep. Like it wasn't run through this; he would choose which hole to run through, and everybody was moving. It was really choreographed. Yeah, oh. it, it was something else. Uh, you know, when it's working, it was so hard to stop for a defense. I, I'll just talk to myself. No one's even listening to me. <laughs> Sorry, it's an avalanche highlight. Everybody's seriously, watching TV. My, seriously. Ooh. That's a great series. Oilers avalanche, if you're a hockey fan. 8-6. What could be You better? know what's going to be a great series? The Celtics and the Warriors. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Chris Gasper is – he watches – he's a big Does he? st- student of the you, NBA. You, you trust him? And I do trust him. And he says that this series is going to be easier for the Celtics than you think. I uh, did see really? that. I, I, I see heard that. Celtics in three. <laughs> what? Okay, no. That, Paul C. That, yeah. That's very. Um, He's just a big Marcus Smart fan. He thinks that's yeah. another. That's another Felger <laughs> See, and no, Maz. No, that's no, another Felger and Mazism right. that I stole. Right. Right. Um, because everybody was doing this yesterday. Right. Like, Golden State can't match up. <laughs> I need. Well, <laughs> Golden State Golden can't match up with the Celtics. Can I have? An They're N- old. Can I have an what? NBA for dummies moment? 
because last I seem to recall, maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic, was that no one could beat Golden State. Like they were just yeah. on fire, and the only way they could lose was when they just played bad. Like, and so what happened in between now and over COVID? I heard they became this. They I mean, tanked. I'm, they I tanked for a high good. draft pick, right? What Golden State? Yeah, no, no. they were no. decimated by injuries. Yeah, yeah a lot of injuries. Clay Thompson hasn't played in two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, there I, it is. That's I, the what worries me about the Celtics playing them is being able to keep up with the three-point shooting for the Warriors. It's like, yeah. can, can they really go like shot for shot with them? That I think that's going to be the key. Can the, Cel- the Celtics won a lot of games scoring 100 points in this mm-hmm. series against Miami. They ain't winning games scoring 100 points against Golden State. No. Right. So can they score 120? Or Can or, they get 115, or, 120? Because yeah. that's what it's going to take. The last, like, I think the last three games they won in the Miami series, they scored 100, 102, and what, 90, yeah. you know, 98 or something like that? But this, like, yeah. but this also, you know, looks like it's going to be a less physical series for the Celtics, right? So, But the Celtics are the physical team. No, I know. But, like, yeah. so they don't, they want it physical. That's yeah. where they play. It, yeah, they don't. But, but you know, Tatum, you know, I, maybe Tatum and, and Brown. Well, and Tatum would be fine. I don't worry about you know, Tatum. You yeah. know, they won't have those games where, oh, you know, Tatum's missing shots. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all over him. Oh, he'll, he could miss shots, but I don't worry about him. He's yeah. a star. Yeah. You know, I worry about the stiffs. So, I don't like, know. Like, what is Grant Williams going to do? That's mm-hmm. the stuff I worry Foul about. Foul out. Because to, to Mara's point, they need to hit threes. Yeah. yeah. Like he stands in the corner and just takes open threes. If he doesn't make them, yeah. they're in trouble. That's yeah. the issue. And it's like. Guarding Steph Curry, like, I mean, he can shoot from half court. So what are you going to do? He's something. And he doesn't need to be open. No, yeah. he doesn't. So Does Marcus Smart play on him? Do you cover him? We can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> Defensive player of the year. Well, the thing I love about Curry is he, he lulls you to sleep when you're defending him. Like, he'll just kind of, like, walk. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, boom, he'll just turn it on and cut, you know. Um, he's he's a tough guy to defend. Some of the just videos of him shooting shots from, like, outside the state. I mean, you know, he's like in the stands. Mm-hmm. Don't, I mean, oh, yeah. he's crazy. You know what yeah. I always find amazing with that is how effortless they oh. actually get the ball. Like, right. they just flick their wrist and they get the ball to the basket. Like, did you ever, did you ever try an NBA shooting three a three? Pointer? It's oh, a yeah. mile away. It's forever. It's I, like, like, I, I did t- it. At, I was in a three-point uh, contest <laughs> at, in the garden. Did you find yourself pushing the ball? To I, get it there? I, I was I a bet. good shooter. You know I'm a good shooter. <laughs> you got to jump. You got to put everything you got in there. You're trying to have a serious conversation. I, I, need make to, it rain. I need to see the film of Fred this. knew where the dead spots were. I beat were Andy on the in floor. one-on-one basketball. I'm very much a, like, 20 years my junior. <laughs> Andy's one of the worst <laughs> basketball players I've ever seen, but that's okay. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Pixar didn't happen. Huh? Pixar didn't happen. I'm very much like I have to see it to believe it. Okay. no, there was witnesses. I saw it. No. The garden? No one actually saw it. Oh, the garden. When you played him in one-on-one and you kept pump faking and he kept jumping up in the <laughs> yeah, air? Yeah, but you didn't see it. <laughs> that was just my description. I believe that was in San Diego. Yeah, was it was I not in there? San Diego. Wasn't that the science trip? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you mean I wasn't there? I don't think you were outside with I us. think I was. Oh, I also oh saw God. you beat him in tennis. How I know, you but you that? witnessed it then. I believe I announced the tennis match. <laughs> 40 love. <Yeah. laughs> Deuce. Yeah, so no, I, I used to be able to shoot the ball. And I was at Boston Garden. It was a red R-back three-point contest. And I, Cedric Maxwell was rebounding for me, and they asked me to stay after to be in the final round, and I couldn't. And I went you to the thing. UMass Final Four uh, when it was uh, in New Jersey. I was there. Yeah. 
It was the final eight game, though. Oh, no, the final, final four. four. Yeah. I was Saturday. not there. What, yeah. like Marcus Camby years? Yeah. 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 I so. went and I saw their Sweet 16 and final eight games, and they lost yeah. the final eight to Wake Forest. But the bottom line is I could shoot. Or, no, Oklahoma and State. Cedric Maxwell that. called me downtown Freddie Brown <laughs> that day. But my point, my point being, like, from half court, he just flicks the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. And I don't think that is like, like you need to football it. I think like if I you ever one try arm it, no, I, like ooh. I can do the two hand from the chest, yeah. yep. you know, from like three quarter court, I can get it there. I just like, but I can't just take a regular jump shot from half court. And yeah, get, and like he just like, right? It's crazy. Like the accuracy is ridiculous, but I think the effortless way that these guys shoot the ball from fifty feet is amazing. Yeah. I don't know how they yeah. do it. It's all in the yeah. legs. All in the legs. Well, it's it's it's. You don't see it because it happens so fast, but it is Snap. it's the arm movement and that torque that they get, you know? Yeah. It's it's like amazing. I could take a college three like that, but not a, like an NBA three, it's more like uh, if <laughs> I just flick my wrist, it's gonna be short. Yeah, you really need to put something into it. Um so I, I'm excited. It should be, be it should be a really good series. Yeah. yeah. It should be uh, I think it's a pretty evenly matched series. I think the Celtics are gonna win it. I just don't think they're going to win it in three the way some of the – I mean, the guys were saying yesterday. <laughs> What's up no. with the 9 o'clock start times, too? That's, that's, well, tip, that's well, typical of the uh, NBA well, Also, West Coast team, yeah. you know, yeah. for, so for them it's seven, ah. you know. They try to have it for both Balance sides of the country. Out. Yeah. Which I don't really understand. No, yeah. no one cares. For, for over here, I'm like, my bedtime's 1030, so – Yep. That's late. You don't even finish the last law and order. Right, you're, <laughs> you're like going to bed <laughs> when, they, when they transition to the DA. Right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Well, it depends if it's Alex, then you got to stay because that's the best part. Yeah. Oh, I, I love her. I think her name is Stephanie March. Okay. Yeah, I, I love Law and Order. Like, I'm just obsessed. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it should be my ringtone on my phone. Best if ringtones. I think I asked you the best detective pairing in your. Definitely oh. Olivia and Stabler. Olivia and wow. Stable. Oh, oh, that's an S- the SUV. Mm, SVU. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the original. <laughs> Another crime with an SUV. I'm talking about <laughs> the original. <laughs> you know, the, like, what's the best pairing? Was so it Lenny and somebody? I can't, I don't remember Lenny's name, but Lenny I can't remember the others. Lenny and Ed Munch. Lenny and Ed. I like Munch. Or, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen all of them, like, Lenny was, uh. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Jerry Orbach, right? He was yeah. the he was oh. the father. Munch is in, uh, in SUV. Okay, yeah. SVU. right. Yeah, he's with uh, he's with um, it's another ice, crime. Ice tea. The Chevy yeah. Blazer. Right. So I can't think of all the the well. It was original. It, was, on the original. it was originally Paul Sorvino and Chris Noth. And then, that, they um, were the original. Oh couple. yeah, wow. big yeah. Mr. And then yeah, and Paul right. Sorvino got shot and he retired. Then there's and then Anthony. Chris Noth uh, was with Lenny, and Chris Noth didn't like him right away. But then they warmed up. So then they were a partner for a while. Then North left, and I think Ed came in, the black guy. Oh, Jesse Martin. Yeah, so he was his partner. Jesse L. Martin. And I then, um, is his name Anthony? Anthony Anderson. Yes. He was on it for He's a while, it, yeah. 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 He's on it now Yeah, still. That, that little reboot um, they're yeah, doing. The yeah, the new episodes, yeah. yeah. I, I've only seen a th- few of the new episodes. It's funny that, uh, like, S- <laughs> SUV um, <laughs> is the one that's on, like, all the time. I think that's the one I, SVU, I see yeah. more often than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a Chevy Tahoe. I don't like that because right. it's, it's too Traverse. dark. It's all. What, SVU? Yeah. Uh, they I are, have actually learned a lot from they're SVU. They're upsetting. It's though. all, like, kids getting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're no, upsetting storylines. Like that's what it used to be, like, um, what was that that FBI show? I mean, I, um, it was the, the profiler kind of thing with Thomas Gibson. NCIS? 
No, I'll come up with it though. Um, w- the Mentalist. No, damn it. Ghost Whisperer. While Paul's I, thinking, I hate, SBU I hate you is all. not all like dark. Like some of them. Oh, Criminal Minds. Crim- See, oh, oh, some, yeah. some people but get me. You know what? That, that's what the They're problem with that dark. show is. I really like. I would be upset. Like I'd watch it. It's in, it was incredibly well done. But I'd be upset. Like yeah. after every show. You, you know what's a like sneaky disturbed? good one? Yeah. Like, I yeah. bet you you guys have never seen an episode. Um, it's uh, it's in reruns now. The closer. Oh, with the with what's her face? Yeah, I haven't watched it. But she's I um what's her face? Um, she's married no, to the equalizer. She's married yeah. to um, the guy. I don't know who she is the, the actor Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kara Sedgwick. Yeah, yeah. It's it's her show. It's a good show. It's yeah. a go- is it a good it's, show? It's right. it's good. You know the characters are good. It's 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 a sneaky good show. So we you s- like SUV yeah. better than the original? SVU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I like SVU. I I should be tough. I sometimes like. Well, also, there's now organized crime, which I really like. Uh, I do. I always liked Stabler. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I like I like SVU. Yeah. Organized crime. I knew more and about baseball, basketball, and <sighs> the law and order. You're supposed to be the TV no, guy. There's so many. And you so you many. you and the the listener were teaching me about the grouping Sitcoms. of shows on networks. Single cam, multi cam. See yeah. now, but I'm now I'm also into like the Chicago shows. One Chicago, like Chicago PD, yeah. Men and Fire. I'm I watched now. them all last week because my my regular stories weren't on because <laughs> they, they were. <laughs> Tomorrow, are you week. 60? How old are you? You watch those it CBS shows? shows. You're not supposed to ask a woman how old she it's is. They're NBC. Well, shows, you're giving it away by watching all these CBS <laughs> shows. Well, the Chicago's are, are NBC, so why don't you get it, get up to speed, and then you come. Okay. You throw some smoke. All right. Okay. Um, what? Just see, Fred has this this notion that there's nothing on TV. It's Except all stri- for sports. Uh, no, it's all <laughs> streaming. You're like, if you're not watching streaming <laughs> shows, why would you watch? It's just like so stupid. <laughs> Well, listen, the network... He's a, he's a television snob. No, the networks are at a huge disadvantage these days to the independents. But that doesn't mean there's not a lot of still really good stuff yeah, that's done. But, but there's better stuff on HBO and Netflix. And you know, a, okay, a, lot, a lot of that stuff I find highly overrated, I have to be mm-hmm. honest. It's true. And by the way, the Chicago's are on NBC. Okay. I, 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 just I, cor- said I corrected that. him on that. He just said that. For us. Yeah. For us, because we, yeah. we watch stuff. I don't know. I, I almost I said know. we watch... Poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just also yeah that's the only thing I watch really yeah I mean I like that over trash television I hate trash oh television. I can't stand trash it's television. the worst like, of us I, I can't it's the worst I of can't us. do it just oh, yeah. reality like that reality shows yeah, like Bachelor did. Bachelorette and yes. that stuff I can't watch no. it. however I was forced to watch Love Is Blind yep and I thought that wasn't as bad oh kind of more of a was psychological experiment yeah Le- i i thought it was it kind of made me think in the sense of like could i do this just like, fall in love I with someone sight unseen yeah yeah so are you into the uh, tomorrow are you into these uh real life murder mysteries like snapped like that series mm, that might be taking it a little yeah. bit too far yeah I just finished the staircase documentary Lady oh yeah I did, did last you like night. it yeah it's good it's yeah. good it's 13 episodes it spans 2001 to 2017 i mean they were with them the whole time but just uh, wow. you know, not a n- not not a clear cut case. One of those examples of just you never know f- exactly. I still what haven't happened. finished that. Yeah. I still have to watch. We have the to rest. go back. We did the doc. Now we got to go go back and but but it's fe- it feels surreal going back to the scripted show because now you know the real people and you can kind of see yeah. through the. Maybe I got to do over. that. How many episodes were in the the doc? Thirteen. It was long. How it was m- long. how long are each episode though? 
Uh, about an hour. Yeah, wow. they're long. I mean, it's. Uh, I think the 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 ones toward the end it felt a little bit shorter, but you know, it's just a crazy, crazy case with so many twists and turns. I mean, and that's just like whenever we would get procedural scripts or something like that, or we'd have to work on a, a show with procedural. I didn't really find them that interesting. Like, all right, here we go. They're gonna lay out this mystery and then they're gonna solve it for us. That's what I like about the reality stuff more. It's just that these are real life things that that don't make sense and and aren't easily put into a box or you know wrapped up quickly by someone's imagination. All right, trivia time. Nice. Uh, this is uh, Enrique from Monterey, Mexico. Enrique. Uh, first question. What is the only team or teams that has played in four or more Super Bowls to have played them all in the same host city? Mm. Somebody. Someone's played in four Super Bowls and they were all, all in the in same host city? Yeah. All in New Orleans. Yeah. Hmm. And it's a little bit of a trick question. So, hmm. yeah. Host city. Maybe not necessarily the same state. Well, don't focus so on the I'm gonna, city. I'm going to say the Colts. Paul oh, got it. Paul. I said it's tricky because some were in Baltimore, you know, when they were but in Baltimore. But they, they were in. F- oh. He said, according to Enrique, 68, they were in the 68 Super Bowl, the 70 Super Bowl, right? Yeah. The 2006 and 2009. And, and they every were all one in of them Miami? were in Miami. Yeah. Okay. All right. Why was it in Miami in 2006 and in 2009? I don't know. Doesn't that oh, seem odd? Was that a year that um, they had to move it because of a hurricane or, or something was going on? Oh, you might be something right. Maybe it was supposed to be in New, New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans, right. Oh, Arena. Right. Yeah. I like I like the trivia, though. Yeah. Uh, two, what is the only team that has won four Super Bowls in four different decades? Pittsburgh? Mm. Wrong. You're out. 49ers? Wrong. Three, two, one. It's the New York Giants. 86, 90, 07, and 11. Uh, Well, I know why I didn't get it. I blocked it out. That's a great question. Well, Enrique, two for two. Bringing it. Uh, What is the only team to play in seven consecutive playoffs without reaching the conference championship? Oof. Hmm. Seven years in the playoffs, Seven. never, never made it. Made it to the conference out of the divisional round. Kansas City, no, no. I, I what? Another team that is no longer what it was back then. Hmm. The Packers, wrong. That they've always been the Packers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've always been. He a picks Packer. the one team that's been around forever <laughs> since the twentieth. Right. Um. part of it. Uh, it's the Houston Oilers from eighty-seven to okay. ninety-three. Don't want to uh, guess that. Uh, okay, yeah, tough one. A couple more. Only two teams have played in five or more Super Bowls. Have always played them in a different city every time. Who are those two teams? How many Super Bowls? Five or Four. more. And every year they played it in a different city. Is two teams. Uh, 49ers one of them? Uh, no. Pittsburgh? Dallas. No. <laughs> uh, the answer is the Raiders. They played Miami, Los Angeles, New Orleans, Tampa, and San Diego as host cities. Mm-hmm. And then the Packers, uh, Los Angeles, hmm. Miami, New Orleans, San Diego, and Dallas. It's, I don't know. So hard to remember. Right? That's a hard where one. the Super Bowl is. That's Bowls a really yeah. hard one. Yeah. Well, that's my thing is I don't remember where they are. 
Final one. Barely remember the Patriots. What team has won the least division titles since the 1970 merger? Jets. 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 How many did they win? (laughs) Do you know? One. Two. 98 and 02. Wow. Wow. 02. Thanks for nothing. Good stuff. I'd say four out of five. The fourth question was too Too tough. Yeah. A little tough. Yeah. So what did you think of the uh, finale of This Is Us, Fred? Oh, I watched it. I never knew. Did you I never it? saw an episode. <laughs> I've never seen it. an episode. Well, you know, I, I pop in because Lane watches it. And as I've been saying, it's like every episode is as dramatic. And as that like, one wasn't. And, and right? Well, they were wrapping it up. And I'm like, and I'm asking Lane. And I'm like, is this, is this the finale? This is the finale, right? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like. If this isn't the finale, I don't know what the hell the next episode is going to be. Yeah, I thought it was really either. well done. And yeah. I, I looked at Beth, and I was like 45 minutes in. I go, <laughs> I was really anticipating a good cry tonight. I guess that's not coming. <laughs> I guess they got an audience for the previous right. 2,700 episodes. The previous the one was tough. Yeah. Is that the one where he gave the speech at the at the wedding? Uh, that that might have been like the third one. Just <laughs> I've never seen this. Two? Yeah. I well, you got to talk on the mic. Don't be shy. I can't. I, I the, the speech was two episodes. Two okay. yeah. previous. I, I I come in and I come out, but, but penultimate was very uh, upsetting for everybody. I'm Did you see I'm the surprise? You the watched finale? that? Matt. I'm uh, the, on the couch no while it's on the TV. Husband, <laughs> there's no Marvel me. characters. Mm. On That's it. me. It's me. Yeah, yeah. I you know some of us just say you know I, I yeah I watch it. I I have a video game or a comic in my face while it's on the TV. It's a good. It's a. I good, don't actually. It's a good watch. show. I will say that they sort of jumped the shark a little bit in having everything so yeah. over the top, melodramatic all the time, like. No life is like that, but it was a well done show. Like well, the, really well done show. The, uh, you know, Matt, we used to always do this. Changes. I think we should uh, resurrect it sometime between now and training camp. We'll devote one of our episodes here to Star Wars to talk about Obi Wan and Mandal. You know, all the recent oh. developments. Oh yeah. You know, because uh, people always wanted to hear what I had to say about that. So we got some mega Star we'll Wars. We'll have fans an here. episode where we talk about yeah. that. Get Paul's insight onto you know. All of it. I don't make fun of you guys for watching. Uh, you can. You I can, just don't know it. You can, you know, not come that day, Paul, if you don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> wow. Well, when you put it that way. Yeah. That was me. I just was going to say, I just think This Is Us did such a great job of just blending time and, and sh- with, the, with the characters and showing them old and showing them young. It was really well done. W- was that a network show? S- it was a oh. network show. Oh, my God. Uh, that's, <laughs> why, that's why Fred never saw it. Certainly a little dramatic and heavy-handed <laughs> at points, but, but I, I just think they um, – I've never seen a show where I could hop in and, like you said, I'm like, why am I filling up? I haven't even watched this if show. If Seinfeld was on today, Fred wouldn't watch it. <laughs> it's too. It's like one of his favorite shows yeah. of all time. He would. If Seinfeld it. was on today, it wouldn't be on network television. Oh really. my gosh! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I curb your enthusiasm. Things he didn't go to the, the network because hmm. he wanted to do yeah. other things. It was a different show. It's a different show, but he. But they had no need to be on cable TV, uh, a cable network. I, c- I could see Seinfeld on, you know, cable with, you know. You know, Jason Alexander throwing out some F-bombs. I could see that. That'd be great. But it wouldn't make the show better. You never know. (laughs) A couple F-bombs. Yeah. You know, for effect. Wait, so do you know? Like practice. Elaine with the sponge episode, a little bit more. (laughs) Risque. (laughs) The contest. Do you have Mm -hmm. cable, Fred? Do I have cable? Oh, I've got everything. So you've got cable (laughs) and streaming. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cable, satellite. Yeah, he streams things through the satellite just because. <laughs> I didn't. So I didn't cut the cord. I added cords. <laughs> okay. I have cords everywhere. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got a TV. So oh my God. Box. Let's get back to DVD. the streaming. All right. So w- you know, the, I think the NFL put out yesterday officially all the the network um, broadcasters, all the different broadcasting teams, and mm-hmm. 
I saw I think that. it's Al Michaels and Herb Street, mm-hmm. I think, for the Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question that still no one really has for me, like, to watch these games, so you're streaming them, and now you're stuck with it, right? Well, right. yeah. So you can't, you can't like change channels. Yeah. So what's going to happen uh, is like you have your smart point. TV and you're going to have your Amazon Prime app that you go in and it's going to have those three dots. If you're on Comcast, it's going to say entering a third party app. Yeah. And you're right. You can't easily switch back and forth. No, you now. have to get off of it to, right. in order to watch something else. Yeah, that right. sucks. Like that's a that's a crusher for me. Yeah. I'll watch a game that I have interest in, but. Instead of watching, like, uh, I don't know, Jacksonville and Tennessee on a random Thursday night that I don't care about, yeah. I, I'm not going to bother, you know, booting up because yeah. I, 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 I can't sit through commercials. Right. I can't. It's a problem. I wonder if they'll come up with their own version of. Yeah, like DVR that'll, like, hold it for you. When you return, do you want to come to this spot or re- rejoin live? Yeah. Or, or if they'll it. have their option to potentially be able to watch multiple yeah, things because the problem with it is it's negotiating a handshake yeah. because you have to have amazon prime so it's uh, identifying who you are oh i have our, it yeah but every time you go back to it it has to check oh is this paul right okay so that's what's taking the time yeah and that's like i just don't want to watch one thing yeah. ever unless yeah. it's like my team you know it's like northeastern, a, you know, northeastern volleyball's on. You're locked in. Well, they're going to be really good commercials, I hear, Paul. So you're going to want to. I'll, n- I'll never know. Yeah. I won't watch. Yeah. And, and and I do have Amazon Prime. I, I remember there was a game on either last year or two years ago. I, it was like a Saturday that I watched. I mean, it, it, the quality of it is fine. Like this, yeah. like you wouldn't know that you're watching it on stream as opposed to right. cable. So I, I don't have any production problems with it, but. I, I don't have a, an attention span. Well, it's like, to why sit can't they just it? do what they do on the phone? When you're watching a video on the phone, you can X out of it and just keep a little box on and you're, yeah, you know, scrolling Twitter and you've got, you know, like, like, couldn't that happen? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But that's my fear of cutting the cord. It yeah. changes the way you watch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't watch TV that way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it, it's something wrong with my brain. I can't well, sit through it. It's not just TV. Like, I can't tell you how many times I'll be watching, like, stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, Jeopardy. Yeah. Commercial. And I end up missing Final Jeopardy because <laughs> I don't come back fast know. enough. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it happens. Yeah. Well, you millennials, you you just, you know, you can't stay Lack of attention on one span. Time, one thing. <laughs> millennials. No one's ever called me that. <laughs> All right. Listen, I have to get going because I have a meeting. Do you not? <laughs> well, why don't you take Aaron oh. before you go? The poor guy's been waiting. All right. Quickly. Uh, what's up, Aaron? Aaron, hey. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Um, one quick thing about the whole SVU thing. I think the SVU thing is kind of dark. And I can't, can't lie. I think they tried to make it spicy when they gave him a special guest experience, uh, appearance every every episode. But anyway, I got I got one question. Yeah, and Olivia's not hot anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're, we're well past that. We're well past that. Too much but, Botox. Um, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Too much Botox. Wow. I can't believe what my ears are hearing. You're hearing it. You're hearing it. <laughs> what happened to seeing the good in everybody? No, no. I'm seeing too I much mean, in her. The, mm-hmm. It's just a lot. Like, when you're talking about kids and stuff like that, it's just a lot with that. that, that I agree. Like, women getting raped. and oh, It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. I it's terrible. It's victim's unit, but, like, it was just kind of a bit much. I was I was more a Lord, um, uh, CSI Miami guy. But, um... Oh. No. I have a question. I just want two games, a home game and a away game, and I'll take it off the air. I know we're not penciling anything, but 
are there two games in a home and an away game that you guys are especially interested in? Like you got to be there. Like you, you got a lot of interest in these games. You, you know what I mean? Oh, everyone. I'm picking up there. Everyone. Okay. Everyone. Um, Thanks, Aaron. I mean, just Bills. Bills. Yeah, Bills. They're, they're the team to I beat. Mean, but I'll say easy to start. But I Ravens. That'd be fun. One. I, I'm really looking forward to the the Raiders. I'll say for the road game, and I'll I'll give you the Ravens yeah. for the home game because I don't you know the division games are you know. I'm gonna pick four because four. I'm complicated. Wow. I would uh, not getting swept by Miami would be great. That'd be great. <laughs> so one of those. Um, I like Raiders as well. But then I also kind of want Steelers and Ravens. I don't know. Uh, so I'm picking four. Those are my four. Yeah. All good. All good. Every game's big. All good. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the uh, uh, the downside of having Raiders everything be. in Vegas. That's the downside of having everything being so exciting with not knowing what's going to happen. Is all, Suddenly all the games are, uh, you know, yeah. toss-ups. All right, so we have to, all right, we have to sign off now. All right, that's it for this now. edition. Got to get going. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Don't forget, tomorrow, Thursday, we'll be back tomorrow. Yes, thanks for listening. We're back on a regularly scheduled time tomorrow uh, at noon. See you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.